That is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, talking about his favorite show from the Afterlife, the Arnie State Show. How's everybody doing on this wonderful, happy Thursday? Cloudy this morning. I have already, look, man, today today has been going. Like, we, we've we been moving and a shaking here. I mean, I've already been to Bucky's. Bucky's. Bucky's is off the list. We got a bunch of other stuff. Plus, today's show is, I, today's show is like one of them jelly donuts that's filled up too much. There's shit oozing out everywhere. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on the show. We have we we have all kinds of stuff to get to the real stuff and then celebrity bullshit, all kinds of stuff. That was a tribute to Fleetwood Mac's Christine McVie. She died yesterday, at the age of seventy nine years old. Singer, songwriter, part of uh, Fleetwood Mac. It, it, and I have to say this now. Look, I played her songs. I I. I uh, the second one, I, I will tell you, for the longest time, I thought it was Kenny Loggins. I thought Kenny Loggins sang Go Your Own Way because I will say this, never was a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. I'm not saying they sucked. I'm just saying I wasn't a huge fan. I put them as the upper echelon of the... There was a rock genre like that at that time, like with, with 38 Special was kind of in there, the Doobie Brothers, Fog Hat, all of that kind of mixed in, and then it kind of oozed out, and it gave us Night Ranger and then Foreigner, and I still was like, I don't know, and then it oozed out, and it gave us Journey, and I said, I'll take that one. So Fleetwood Mac paved the way for a lot of fucking bands and a lot of music out there. Yeah, very adult rock. And, and I just wasn't a big uh, AR fan, if you will. But she will be missed. I mean, 79 years old, rock star. That, that's that's making a long time there. Got to give it up to them there. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, first one here, look at that, Hangtown Jen. First one in the house. We got to learn us some Chinese today. How about you say... Me too in Chinese. Me too in Chinese. 我也是. 我也是. Why you shoe? Why you shoe? Do you like that movie? Why you shoe? One more time. Me too in Chinese. 我也是. 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 Look at that. Look at that. We are learning today on the big show. My goodness. Uh, Gold says, morning ass, Hangtown, listening to the ass show. Man, I can hear this is an, uh, an Ask Arnie song. I-, I will work on that. I- like I said, not a big Fleetwood Mac song, so I don't know the song that well, but I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Look at that. You're out is in. She's in. Uh, says, uh, morning, y'all. Got no sleep last night thanks to the freaking wind, but I'm up all right. Uh, I'm upright. Happy Friday Eve. Uh, was it the wind or was that was it that flaming red hair that kept you up? Wow. Even on to the chorus. And if you don't ask me now, I'm gonna fuck a cow. Yeah. Uh, hey, I can see it. I, I like I said, I'll work on it. Uh, shit, it's a good day for some ass. That's right. Sure, happy it's Thursday morning, y'all. That is Battleborn in Nebraska. Derek says, "Good morning, ass family. It's Friday and birthday uh, Eve. Let's do this. All right, it's your birthday Eve. Holy shit." Holy shit! Look at them donuts! Man, oh man. Uh, let's see. Uh, do 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 do. Ah, 
Where, where are all my sound effects today? My goodness, my goodness. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Don't you ever fart on my tits again. Okay, I won't do that again. I, I promise. I promise. I hope you have a spectacular day today. Swoosh says, happy Thursday with a tear in my eye. Woo, rainy day recess at work. Nice. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Uh, why I shit because I had Taco Bell. Good morning, ass. Hey, Arnie, I've listened to about two-thirds of that Waterboys album, The Fisherman Blues. Pretty good stuff. They definitely have that old Van Morrison U2 vibe from the early 80s. I get the impression some of the songs are jams and get into six, seven-minute range. There's one I think about uh, about addiction and toxic <laughs> enemies. Uh, you might call it the will-not-be-lovers. Okay. I, I asked Ogre because I, I found this band. I was watching a TV show or something the other day, and I, I, I use Shazam all the time because I, I don't have any other ways to find music. And, and I heard this song. This is uh, this is called Fisherman Blues from the Best of the Water Boys. Kind of got like a, a really cool like. Celtic feel with the mandolin, fiddle, the whoop. Good song. Good song. I, I, I can't remember what show I saw it on. Probably was Yellowstone or something like that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Moya Shu. Oh, wait. Well, can we back up the Chinese? Was it Y a shoe or Moya Shu? Why a shoe? Hold on, one more time, one more time. We gotta go back to it? Okay, hold on. Me too in Chinese. 我也是. 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 It's like, where's your shoe, but where's your shoe? 我也是. There you go. What the fuck was that? She says that because you can't trust a fart over 50. Dude, I found some great sound effects. I like I was going to play like this. Will you poop on me? Don't you ever fart on my tits again. That's a huge bitch. You know I don't speak Spanish. Nathan, call 911. I, I mean, I could just go on and just play these all back. I could have a whole show with those sound effects probably. Uh, let's see. Um, all right, am I caught up? Oh, okay. There's one more thing that I, I, I have to uh, play before we get really discussing stuff here. Because what I'm about to discuss, the first part of the show, I just found, and I am beyond fucking upset. I, 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 I it, it's, it, this is, I have found it now. I have finally found what it is. And it's a targeted campaign. But like I said, I, I'll get to it here in a second. Um, this is the quote-unquote hair-raising moment that a contestant in a Mexican beauty pageant wishes she never had. Here y'all go. Oh, this is so good. Okay, so she, she's coming out on stage. All right, so she's sashaying out, right? She's got like this, uh, this feathery outfit on, and it don't look like the mic is grounded. So she's standing there, and then she grabs the mic, and she got electrocuted on stage. Was that her talent? <laughs> oh, that was good shit, man. 
Oh, yeah, you'll enjoy that one today. Okay, now, uh, there, there's there's a couple other things, but, but, but I'll hold on to the couple other videos here, first of all, because I, 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 need, I need to get started on this. LeBron James had some questions for the media the other day. After they lost or they beat the Trailblazers, he asked the media why no one had asked him questions about Jerry Jones and the recent photo on Earth, which showed Jones as a teenager with students trying to keep an Arkansas school segregated in 1957. Did she win? No, no word on if she won or not. You can't say she wasn't charged with anything. Hey, now! Woo! <laughs> so he looks at the media and he says, I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten that question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when Kyrie Irving thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Now. Uh, B, B, B Coop. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where, where do oh, I have that over here now? Yes. Uh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I got it. I got it. What is no one cares about your opinion for a thousand? Hey, LeBron, you technically owned a white woman and paid millions, so sit the fuck down. Here's, the, here, here's my dilemma here. I live in Dallas, okay? And you might think that the Cowboys get protected by the media here. They don't. If a Dallas Cowboy player fucks up, the news media can't jump in line fast enough to take them down because it was the news media of the city of Dallas. It was a new, two newspapers and one TV station. And if you're a college football fan, you will know that SMU is the only school to ever get the death penalty, and it was because of the media here in Dallas. SMU is in Dallas. This has not been, I, I, I haven't really noticed this on our news here, where Jerry Jones, is, Jerry Jones is pictured in 1957 at a school that was segregated, that they were trying to integrate, that obviously didn't happen until about two weeks later, and it was about five blocks down the road that it actually did happen. Um, LeBron, they didn't ask you about Jerry Jones because you don't play fucking football. You're not a Dallas Cowboy. Kyrie Irving was a teammate of yours. It, it, why would you go after Jerry Jones? Is, is this what I'm seeing now? This is a targeted hit campaign? I am beyond frustrated with, with, with the world that we live in right now. I am beyond stupefied at things like this. I wish LeBron James could just shut the fuck up. 
Maybe LeBron could read Jerry Jones' statement about the photo, how he was curious about what was going on and went down to the school, or how his dad owned an integrated grocery store and how Jerry Jones grew up around black kids. That does uh, Ogre, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. But here's the problem. The problem is this. LeBron James don't give a shit about that. He wants to throw a, a, a very, very popular white man under a bus to get canceled like his friend Kyrie was almost getting canceled for his anti-Semitic remarks. Red and White says he wants to buy the Cowboys. Watch out, Arnie. He will never be able to afford them. Jerry Jones will never. Well, Jerry Jones, first of all, ain't going to sell the team. Stephen Jones probably ain't going to sell the team. And the team would be worth about $10 billion. LeBron James will never be worth $10 billion. Just say that right here, right now. Oh, God. That might be that might be enough to get me not to be a Cowboys fan. Why don't they ask him how his son's not good enough to be drafted, so he's trying to buy him into the draft? <laughs> oh, I, look, I... Is, is this what the, what it's going to be like now? Is this what it's going to be like? Because I, I, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be. But this is the world that we have here. This is a city council meeting. I'm not kidding. I did not make this up. I did not film this. I had nothing to do with this. This is a live, not live, but it was a city council meeting in Tennessee to uh, Tullahoma. Do you do charter schools allow the furries to come as a furry into class, which is children identifying as cats or dogs? Schools are not fully disclosing that they are allowing children who identify as snakes, cats, whatever. They're providing litter boxes for the cat. Do you do charter schools? They're providing litter boxes for kids who identify as a cat. This is in Tennessee. This is in conservative-ass Tennessee. Remember everybody, oh, well, all the Californians are moving to, they're moving to Texas. We'll go to Tennessee. There you go where you have a cat box. Your kid could be in class with a cat, or a kid who decides to take a shit right there in the middle of the classroom. Because that kid identifies as a cat. What if the league forced a sale? Well, then I would not be a Cowboys fan anymore. I, I would be I'd be free to not watch the NFL. This was started up about a year ago. People were talking about this. These were wives' tales here and there. Now that we have it, it's true. They provide cat boxes for kids who think they're cats. There's a kid at my kid's high school that identifies as a furry, and the mom wants a cat box in the bathroom. What the fuck? The answer is no. The answer is fuck no. No, your, your kid cannot be a cat. When, when, can, can, can somebody tell me when parents quit? When did you parents say, ah, that's it. My kid wants to be a cat. He's going to be a cat. My kid ain't going to be a fucking cat. My kid wants to be a cat. Guess what? It lives outside. My cat's feral. 
There you go. My kid's feral, too. Fuck you. Uh, Mr. States, you can't do that. That's ch- No, 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 no. He's no longer a child. He's a cat. He's a feral cat. He's here to kill and eat all the fucking snakes. Yeah, well, I'll play that game with you. You, you want to fuck around? Let's find out. It's time. Ask family, it's time that we ignite a charge and we say enough is enough. You fucked around. Now it's time to find out. Your kid wants to be a furry? Okay. Live in the doghouse outside. Uh, by the way, dogs don't eat people food. So you're going to be eating a nice, healthy fucking fixing an Alpo and Old Roy. Old Roy because it's disgusting. Oh, you think you're a fish? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you live in the pool. Can't breathe underwater, huh? I guess we're not a fucking fish then, are we? Hey, you gonna wash yourself? Well, you, you won't let me in the shower. Well, cats don't take showers. They 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 clean themselves with their own tongue. And I don't think that you can lick your own taint with your tongue, so how about we drop this cat shit and move back in the house? See, you fuck around with me, you're going to find out. I'm not going to play this, oh, it's so cute that little Arnie thinks that he's a cat. No, we we don't have time for that. He, He wants to do that in his free time with his little fucking weird friends. First of all, I'm getting DNA checked on that kid because that ain't my kid. Secondly, if he wants to do that in his free time and act like a cat, okay. But if he says, Dad, I want to be a cat all the time, then we're going to have a talk. And that talk is going to be, he shuts the fuck up and listens. This is so dumb. If I identified as a cat, my dad would have stripped me naked, put me a flea cow, and kicked my ass out of the house and said, go get me some cat food and keep keep your ass outdoors, yeah? If I was a teacher and I walked into a classroom, saw a litter box, and was told I had to clean that, I'd quit Stone Cold Steve Austin style. That's just retarded. Your kid can be a pussy, but not a cat. You know, I don't even provide a litter box for my cat. That bitch had to learn how to use a toilet like the rest of us. If I can get my French bulldog to reach the toilet, I'd make her learn, too. My kid wants to be a cat. It's going to sleep outside. If you think you're a dog, in dog years you're over 18, move out. Yeah, see ya. But no, no, the parents and administrators, well, we just want to give in to them because they're the future. They're our little miracles. (laughs) Do you know childbirth is not really a miracle? Do you know there's like a million people born every fucking day? You know what a miracle is? A miracle is something that doesn't happen. And it happens. Birth, whoop, somebody just gave birth. Whoop, somebody just gave birth again. Uh, give me this miracle shit. You're just as rotten as the rest of us. Um, All right, ass family. I have a very, very interesting story here. And I know that the, the grown-up, moved-on part of Arnie State says, what's the big deal? But then there's that, that, that side of me 
that is still there that says, wait a second, I, I, I know how to play the game. I cannot remember one episode of Bonanza, The Rifleman, Tales of Wells Fargo, Little House on the Prairie, The Brady Bunch, Leave it to Beaver, Family Ties, or even The Cosby Show, where one of the kids wanted to be a fucking animal. If I won the lottery, I'd buy a tractor beam to bring the moon here and get rid of this fucking stupidity. Oh, man, oh, man. I'd help you. I'd be there right next to you, pal. All right. The FDA is now allowing gay and bisexual men to donate blood without abstaining from sex. Reversing a policy brought in during the 1980s AIDS epidemic. Gay or bi men are required, no such thing as a bi man, you're a gay man, um, are required to not have sex for three months before donating blood. The FDA plans to erase this rule. For those who are monogamous relationships, campaigners welcome the end of the discriminatory, discriminatory rule today. Big deal? Or not? Am I thinking too much on this? I, I, I'm, I'm wanting to know. Am I thinking too much on this? Or are we going to see yet another, I don't want to say episode of homophobia, but it kind of is. Um, monkeypox for all. Ever notice that since the midterms, we ain't heard jack shit about monkeypox that predominantly passed by gay men? Well, I Look, there's a lot of shit we ain't heard about since the damn elections. Fuck, I don't even know if Kamala Harris is alive anymore. So I'm guessing this isn't a big deal. And there's part of me. Look, I ain't going to lie. I'm I'm a 50-year-old man. I have different ideas than you, and I have different thoughts than you, and we have different ideas and thoughts about a lot of things. Um, Can you be a bi-female? Yes. Because, look, look. It, Look, either you suck dick or you don't suck dick. That, that, that's all there is to it. Um, someone's going to get, well, here, here's. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. They did change the name of monkeypox to mpox. Someone's going to get a batch of gay blood and start liking wiener. Mm. It's mpox, the shitty cousin to xpox. <laughs> You know, this brings up a question I have. There is a medication advertised on TV, and it says as long as you show no symptoms and you're not going to transmit it. It just makes me pause. I thought that disease was transmitted regardless of symptoms showing. Am I small-minded and uninformed? The HIV medicine? Yeah, I I don't understand. Like, Like, I'm very confused. By the HIV medicine. Because is it a cure? Or is it just something that doesn't show the signs of? Because, I mean, if it's a cure, just say it's a cure. There should be a lot of happy fucking people if they if they heard there was a cure. I, I, I'm not, like, I haven't done enough research on it, and I don't need to. But 
it's very, very, those commercials always make me turn my head sideways, too. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Are they curing it? Well, you know, because you don't get like an outbreak like you do with herpes. Mpox got shot by Suge Knight. (laughs) Oh, all right. So the FDA allowing that, no big deal. All right. I'm, I'm glad to see that. When I heard that story, I would be like, you know, there's going to be some guy at some fucking, you know, going to the hospital and needs a blood transfusion that's fucking all worked up over this. Don't give me any gay blood. Okay. So there you go. Boy, oh boy. I, I mean, l- let's just say, hold on a second here. Let me, let me get the right sound effect here. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Twitter owner Elon Musk yesterday acknowledged that prior to his takeover, it is an obvious reality that Twitter was interfering with elections in this country. The assertion came in response to comments made by Yoel Roth. Well, Yoel Roth, you say, who the heck is... Yoel Roth, Arnie. Well, I'm glad you asked. Yoel Roth used to be the guy in charge of all the Twitter security. And he was being interviewed and said this. He did not say bad boys. I want to play this show. Do you remember the uncertainty of the, of the whole story? We didn't know what to believe. We didn't know what was true. This is about there Hunter was, Biden's there was laptop. Smoke. And ultimately for me, uh, it didn't reach a place where I was comfortable removing this content from Twitter. Meaning he wanted but to it keep set it up off there. Every single one of my finely tuned APT28 hack and leak campaign alarm right, bells. So it looked possibly probably. It, Everything about it looked you like a hack not, and leak and smelled like a hack and leak. You did not want to do that. Leak, but it didn't get there for me. When you feel a responsibility to protect the integrity of the conversations on a platform from foreign governments expending their resources to interfere in an election... Oh, just um, wait. There Hold were on. lots of reasons why the entire industry was on alert and was nervous. But a mistake. And again, for me, even with all of those factors, it didn't get Say there it. for me. But so it was a mistake. In my opinion, yes. Oh, there that's it was. That's pretty significant, Kara. To... Yeah, I would say that's very significant, Kara. Whoever Kara is. How is that out there? We got a helicopter landing in the neighborhood. Um, so Elon Musk comes out and says Twitter did this. The, the former director of security at Twitter... Online security, not like the building. Not that you need security there. A bunch of nerds running around. Um, so, so, so now what? Morning, uh, Alicia. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to get to your story that you sent me yesterday because I cannot wait to have a field day with this shit, too. Um, real quick. If a company like Twitter that has all these people on there admits that there was foul play going on during the elections, 
The head of security comes on there. Why don't we have Jack Doherty in custody for election manipulation or election fraud? I'm just asking simple questions here. Now can we look into the actual election? Or am I still one of these crazy January 6th conspirators? No, no, I don't work for the FBI. And I know that there are like 20 people in the FBI there January 6th. No, 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 no. No, nothing to see here. These are not the droids you're looking for. Now, look, see, yesterday we did those stories about those chips he's implanting in apes' heads, and he wants to put them in people's heads, and I don't like that. That's that's Bond villain shit. See, he he has me right now because I still don't know why people are leaving Twitter. Like, I'm lost. I'm confused. Uh, we, We don't want any part of this anymore. It's just, it's disgusting. Well, it's free speech. What do you think? I mean... And by the way, by the way, those people, those people that leave, these these are my favorite. This is how hypocritical they are, okay? They leave because now everybody can say whatever they want, even shit that offends them, right? These are the same group of people that will fight for an artist to get a showing at a gallery who uses feces. That's right. It's happened. Don't think that you're going to be some kind of new wave artist and you're going to use shit to make paintings. It's already happened, Hoss. And people were standing up for that artist is right to show off his shit, literally. And pun was totally intended there. So it's okay for someone to actually smear feces. Hold on. Hold it. You know I'm going to play it. Come on. You know it. Feces! They're going to allow that because it's deemed art. Will you poop on me? No, I will not. But somebody telling a dirty joke on Twitter, that's too far. I need that drop. I need the drop from from Tombstone that uh, from Doc Holiday that says my hypocrisy only runs so deep. <laughs> the hypocrisy is just hysterical. Uh, they'll come back to Twitter. Oh, I know. Twitter is amazing since Elon took over. I'm on it now. I write shit on there. I, I don't put up a lot of, like, you know, free th- I, I respond to more posts than anything. That sounds like a shitty art show. There she is. There's Braddy Kid swinging for that low fruit. And a girl. <laughs> so now we know the Biden laptop was a real thing. Wow. <laughs> I mean, whoa. There's another story about some weird federal thing going. Wait, where, where'd it go? I used to have it in here. 
Why didn't I mark that one? Okay. Federal court mentorship program creates psychologically safe space for minoritized staff. Uh, Let me get through this shit. The federal court system is working to establish a mentorship program to aim at creating a psychologically safe space for minoritized staff within its probation and pretrial offices. Non-executive employees that identify as a minority within the probation and pretrial service system, which works on probation cases for all 94 district courts, will have an opportunity to participate in a two-year assistance inclusion diversity equity aid mentorship program, which the memo says will contribute to the recruitment and retention efforts. The program memo does not define who's included in its minoritized staff, but emphasizes the importance of diversity and equity in the workplace after the killings of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmaud Avery. So if you're white, you're out. That's what they should do. They should just say this. This is called a whiteout. Because, honestly, if you thought about this, the minority staff member at pretrial and federal courts, the minorities could be white. I'm just saying. The numbers, if you think about it, the number of people that will be in that court, just saying. B. Coop, what do you want me to watch here? Let's see. Go to the light. Let's see what it says here. Oh. It appears my hypocrisy knows no bounds. <laughs> That's what their thing should be, because it does know no bounds. I'm going to defend fe- feces art, but Arnie State's saying, how do you get a dog to stop humping your leg? Pick him up and suck his dick? That offends me. For example, <laughs> now I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize for laughing at this headline I just saw. Surprise! 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 Carney. <laughs> A 27-year-old Iranian man was reportedly killed by security forces in northern Iran after honking his horn in celebration of the country's elimination of the World Cup. What did you think was going to happen, dummy? You're driving around through Iran honking your horn. Hey, USA, USA, USA. Those are three banned letters there. And one of them is in your damn name. That's why you make it sound like Iran. Or Iran. It's Iran. Um, Mehran Samak was in uh, Bandar Anzali in northwest of uh, Tehran, where human rights activists say he was shot in the head by security forces. This comes as many Iranians are protesting the Iranian regime. 
This has nothing. This is just. What did you think? This would be like driving through Oakland booing the Raiders. What did you think was going to happen? It's Iran, man. For Allah's sake. I mean, seriously, that's Ogre's line, but that's great. Oh, man. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go drive around in in Iran, honking, cheering on the Americans. Bad move. Yeah, bad move. Maybe the people are on your side and they're like, yeah. Once the guard shows up, you're fucked. What was that show? FX had a show on. Uh the hell was the name of that show? Hold on. You know what? Hold on. Let's see. I have I have it somewhere here. Um what? did I have another thing from, from there that I was gonna play? Oh, I did. Yeah, I still got that guy to play. Um, what is the name of that show? Uh-huh. It was on Hulu. Man, it was out in the, It was set up in the desert, and like the 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 twin brother. They were brothers, and their dad was the leader of this country. And the one brother was an American doctor, shocking. And the other brother was like the head of the military, and dad died. And, and then there was like a coup. Oh, man. What's the name of that? Here, is this it? Tyrant. That was the name of the show, Tyrant. That show was dope, man. Uh, that reminds me of Kentucky Fried Movie, where there's a thrill-seeking daredevil white guy steps in the middle of the circle of brothers and yells the N-word. And then runs top speed as they chase him. Yeah, that's what. It, that's pretty much what this guy did. Stupid fuck. Oh, oh! I wanted to play this guy for you and describe him. You know, with all this stuff going on with cryptocurrency, the 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 guy who who thwarted people out. I figured it out. He looks like Screech's older brother. God, God bless Destin Diamond. You know, God rest his soul. This guy looks like, like if they were still like, you know, high school age, this guy looks like Screech's meaner, older brother that's even dorkier. And it, just listen to him talk. Oh, I, I don't have any, you know, hidden funds here. Um, everything I have, I'm, I'm, you know, disclosing. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm down to, uh, I think I have one working credit card left. I think it, I think it might be a $100,000 or something like that um, in, in that bank account. You are a disgusting fat body. I mean, you just look at this kid and you go, now I know why he had the ugly girlfriend. And then there's this motivational speaker that I like to watch. His name is Dan Pinta. I only I only watch him because he makes me laugh. You think it's funny. It's not fucking funny. You lived all your life. When you come home from work at night and your wife says that you're a slut that you're living with, how was oh was a motherfucker today? I lost two sales because I'm such a vagina. That's how you sound when you come home. Why would anybody be inspired by you fucking spineless cunts? You think it's funny. It's not fucking funny. Ten Pent is the man. Oh man. 
Sounds like a terrible he on a terrible show. Oh, is that what that person sounds I I don't know what they sound like. But I know what he sounds like now, and it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that he's, you know, dorky as shit. Um, let's see. Okay, so I did the federal court story. Elon Musk, I did. Yeah. What is this? Oh, no surprise here. Uh, real quick, the administration has uh, recommended an appointee, uh, John Nevergoal, uh, the ABD Group CEO. He was appointed to serve on President Biden's observative to counsel on doing business in Africa. He was also Hunter Biden's longtime business partner. I mean, I, I, I mean. so blatant about it they're 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 rubbing our noses in their poop that's pretty much what they're doing this would be like if i took a crap in the middle of the 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 house and i looked above i said bad boy and i rubbed his nose in it it's exactly what the federal government is doing to you jesus christ Wow, how did he get the job? Stop it. Oh, here we go again. Okay. I don't know how I have any gaskets left. Even though when I when I when I read this story yesterday, it did give me hope. And here's the hope. And we've kind of seen it a little bit that there is a rift in the alphabet mafia. It's like everybody wants their own flag. Nobody nobody lives under the rainbow anymore. You know, because trannies, they have their own flag. Well, is that not acceptable? Is trannies not acceptable? I, I don't care. I, I, I don't care anymore. So everybody wants their own flag. So there's this rift. There's this falling out. And they, a lot of the gay side, they won't say it publicly, but they didn't want the trans to be a part of that community because they, 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 they were still like, yeah. And the one part of that community that is not in there, and I will say dot, dot, dot yet, are what they try to call maps, which we do not call them on this show. We call them pedophiles. But they're not on that list yet. But I let me get to, this is just students at a liberal arts college are complaining to the school school student run newspaper that the current all gender housing accommodation is not sufficient and needs to be expanded. Now, first of all, I stopped right there and I said, what part of the word all needs to be expanded? Hmm? All gender housing. And then I, then I started thinking and I read a little bit more. And before I, I hope somebody gets it to uh, before I get to it. Um, it, it, it currently accommodates transgender students by providing intentional housing in Doty Hall for first years, 
freshmen, we'll call them freshmen because we're not politically correct, and returning students are able to request to live at the all-gender community. The all-gender community houses 10 students. Furthermore, returning students are also allowed to live with whichever gender they identify with on a single gendered floors. Yet, that's not enough. A student named Nico Lippman, who identifies as non-binary and uses they-them pronouns, told the paper that they did not feel supported. Another non-binary student named Eli Flellwell told the Mac Weekly that McAllister cannot call itself gender-affirming until it expands to all-gender housing. They have all-gender housing! Is it because they don't include the words binary in there or non-binary? McAllister knows there's a bunch of people who wanted all-gender housing and didn't get it. And I think it's unfair. It's not the right world. It feels like Mac is going back on their advertised values. So the all-gendered fucking house can only house 10 people, and you're upset at that? You want them to build more? Hey, fucktard, your tuition just went up about 10 grand a fucking semester. I hate our world so much. I, I, I truly do. I feel bad for institutional like schools. Oh, so do I. Because you're federally funded and you got to give in to all this bullshit. Fuck that. I, I would not last. Shouldn't they just call it housing? All done. Oh, come on. Housing isn't inclusive enough for those people who have been shunned their entire life. We have to call it all gender housing. Cowboys girl, you sound like me. When is enough with this shit? I fuck, we're allowing fucking litter boxes. Literally, we're allowing litter boxes in schools because kids identify as cats. It's over. I can't tell you, it's done. It's I I I hate to be such a pessimist here. It's over. We've lost. I, I, I'm about to put a big white flag up in front of our house. I can't do it anymore. I just can't. True story from Ogre's days in 1990, uh, uh, UC Santa Cruz, a hive of weirdness. There was a dude named Purple who wore dresses sometimes, had a mustache, and was totally weird. Lived in a room with another dude. Never once did we hear about him demanding his own room or bathroom or whatever. He was weird, but a total nice guy. Never got in your grill. Lived quietly. Nowadays, people like him would be noisy and demanding for everything. Yes, indeed. Correct the mundo. People used to realize their shit was their shit. I didn't trigger you. Your trigger triggered you. When we lost the ability to realize what personal responsibility was, I don't know when that was. I mean, honestly. 
I mean, people have been breaking the law forever, so I can't say, you know, we've ever had a full-on public responsibility. But now it's just like, hey, man, hey, like, like, this would be like if you went to somebody's house for dinner and you didn't tell them that you didn't like mushrooms. And they served, like, homemade pizza and they put mushrooms on it. And you flipping out at them for them putting mushrooms on there. You didn't tell them. That's your own thing. Pick it off and eat around it. That, that should be the title of my book. Pick it off and eat around it. Meaning if there's something that you don't like, instead of making a big fuss about it, move it out of the way and move on. But instead, what we do is, you put this mushroom on this pizza, that means you think I'm a racist. Somehow the connotation will work out. I I know it will. I identify as having no debt. Someone please tell Credit Karma to bump that shit up to 900. When is furry hunting season? Arnie, careful, don't upset the cats. They leave dead birds at your door every morning. Jesus. Okay. That means if I have a kid who leaves a dead bird at my house, I can hit him with a fucking broom? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I've seen this entitled shit with every fucking psych patient that walks through the ER. There's an odd correlation uh, between this entitled era of people we've cultivated in mental health, just saying. Amen to that. If you have to say anything about the pizza, you politely say, I'm sorry, I can't I can't do mushrooms. Hopefully it won't offend them. If you pick them off, if that was my home, I'd completely fine with it and tell my guests no worries. I ain't worried about it. If I make a damn pizza and you didn't tell me you didn't want mushrooms on there and I cook mushrooms on there and you pick the mushrooms off, I don't give a shit. You come over to my house for a steak and you put fucking ketchup on it, I'm going to kick your ass out of the house because I think you're a fucking retard. Your first book is Shit Sandwiches Don't Taste Good. The second one can be Pick It Off and Eat Around It. Yeah, Shit Sandwiches Don't Taste Good. See, if I if that's a, that's such a great title, then my 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 next book with my follow up book would have to be another shit sandwich, please. Huh. but just when I thought about giving up, just when I thought it was about giving up, I saw this story and I just liked the title of it. I didn't read about it, and I don't care what it says. The title alone is awesome. San Francisco supervisors vote to allow police to deploy robots that kill. Now, the first thing I thought was Skynet's here now. Skynet's already here. It's on the ground. It's working in San Francisco. What the fuck? And then I thought, hmm. Robots that kill in San Francisco, they ain't going to kill shit. Supervisors in San Francisco voted to grant city police the power to use potentially lethal remote-controlled robots in emergency situations. (laughs) Hold on, let me get the robot. (laughs) Ma'am, I know he has a gun by your head, but I have to get the robot. (laughs) 
sorry. Um, oh, instead of breaking down the door where they have all those hostages in there, just send them the slow-ass robot. I saw Rogan posted this, yeah. The vote was 8-3 to three with the majority agreeing to grant police the option despite strong objections from several liberties and police oversight groups. Opponents said the authority would lead to the further militarization of a police force already too aggressive with poor and minority communities. Hey, you send the robot out on stupid calls. You get to only go on the cool calls now. Um, the police department said it does not have pre-armed robots and has no plans to arm robots with guns, but the department could deploy robots equipped with explosive charges to contact, incapacitate, or disorient a violent, armed, or dangerous suspect. When lives are at stake, police pose... Uh, <laughs> we're going to have robots in the... This, look, hey, you want to stop a robot? Pour water on him. There you go. He short circuits done. Crime wins. The police get cool calls in San Francisco. Like all units, we have a closet gay guy tussling with a nudist welding hammer. The robot is one way to cut down on white cops killing black minorities. Yeah. Yeah, here will be, it'll be now robots killing them. Hey, hey, you can't call a robot racist. You know, imagine that robot's knee on George Floyd's neck. That's going to be a lot worse than fucking that guy. I, they look, come on. Robots are colonialist, racist, transphobic, misogynist, built by Asian and Indian engineers. Oh, they're going to turn, look, it's Skynet, people. They're going to turn on us. But I still think it's cool that San Francisco has has robots that can kill. Oh, of all the cities. Our last story of the first segment here. Alicia sent me this yesterday, and I had to look into it. I had to look in a couple stories about the headline. The headline reads, scientists warn long-frozen zombie virus is a public health threat amid the thaw. Now, when I first read this headline, I thought to myself, well, what the fuck are they doing thawing this shit out? First of all, why do we want to find viruses? Oh, I'm sure there's scientific explanations for it. it. Could maybe lead to a cure to this, that, and the other. Okay, great. And by zombie viruses, I don't mean it turns you into a zombie. They're viruses that have died millions of years ago, but they could remain alive if they if they become unfrozen and untreated and all this. And I started thinking to myself, well, where, I mean, this thing has been frozen for 50,000 years. And Alicia says, why can't they just leave that shit alone? Well, because it doesn't fit the narrative. You see, once you read this about it being a potential health threat, 
And then you keep reading about the health threats from these newly thawed viruses. And we say, well, why can't we leave them alone? Well, because they've thawed out thanks to us and global warming. They had to throw that in there, didn't they? So these viruses are thawing because of global warming. Which, by the way, which I, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I, I am sorry. I hope everybody doesn't lose respect for me, but... That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Fuck me, I thought Hollywood had no original ideas. Now the disease makers are reboating old viruses, Yeah. Oh, I, I meant to play this when we were talking about the trans people. We're going to have to go back and cancel Fred Rogers because he said... Only girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only boys can grow up to be the daddies. He even said the same thing when he was sitting on the couch with Johnny Carson. Like, I like old Mr. Rogers. That's right. That's right. Um, the oldest dubbed the Pandora virus, Ye Doma, after the mythological character Pandora, who's curiously led her to an open box of trouble and all type of soil it was found in, was 48,000 years old. Returning to a state where it had the potential to infect other organisms. This shatters the previous record held by 30,000-year-old virus discovered by the same team in Serbia in 2013. So what I what I think I'm hearing here is I think I'm hearing these people that love to donate lots and lots of money to studies and things like this. I would say that this was a study that was paid for by an environmentalist group. Okay, it, 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 look, look. An interesting talk with a friend of mine who he and I do not agree on politics a lot, and we're gonna we're gonna try to have Jason on the show. And he he was telling me an interesting story about how he a very, very white and openly gay guy was doing business with a company. I, I think he's doing like web type business or whatever. And the company is an all black company. It's a black company ran by blacks and, and they want to keep it that way. I ain't got no problem with that. Whatever. They want to do that. That's fine. And he said they were talking and it was weird that they were talking to him about expanding their company or talking to a white guy. And I said to him, and then he texted me while I was saying this to him. He goes, they didn't care about any of that. It came down to getting the job done. And I said, it all comes down to one color and one color only, and that's green. And that's why a lot of these scientists, and and, and I believe in science, and I'm not going to disagree with science, and I'm not going to I, – I think science could can be challenged. I think that's the point of science is to challenge one another. Um, but I think when, when you get a lot of these doctors who are paid to do these surveys and do this kind of stuff, they're paid to say the right thing. You, you think that fifth dentist gets any fucking trident money? Hell no, he don't. Those four other doctors do. Now, is it because maybe that fifth dentist who doesn't agree that trident is good for your teeth? You know, does he have some morals or is he a hub above a man? I mean, we don't know. 
Swoosh says, Serbia, great. The Russians are finding viruses. Oh, well, we, we have a bunch of those. Remember, I, I did a story a few weeks ago. They're building like 30 more of those labs, like they like the one that, that you know, released the, the, the COVID virus. Wink, wink. The one that escaped. Wink, wink. Yeah, they're building 30 more of those, and most of them are in Russia and Asia. Fantastic. All right, phone number, 775-357-FANS. Let's see, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy is... Wait, wait, wait. Is that the right song? Yes. This is the right song. Hold on. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy is next. Everything I own From a little man whose name is Saul Has a lot of money to loan I drive a beat up 67 Chevrolet Hey, hey With a torn up seat Coats brand new Hole in my back near every day I got a letter from the folks over at Bell let me know my next phone call I could walk outside and yell Hey, I know my life seems a mess But honey, things to me still look real swell Cause I've got you See me through I've got you I'll chase my blues I've got you Ease my pain I've got you Girl, keep me sane So let them do what they want to Cause it don't matter long as I got
labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all this wondrous love and care. And then when all the life is over and our work on earth done, and the road is called and yonder, I'll be there. When the State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent yep. and horrifying oh news story. Oh and my. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Okay, uh, I did not do this at the beginning of the show, and I forgot, and then it led to this, and this is what made me think of it. Today is day one of Willie, the ass family elf photos and the trouble and the hijinks that Willie, the ass family elf, can get into. He ran into some trouble day one. He and Dusty Rhodes had a mix-up. Now, now I've got all kinds of ideas. I almost went to the dollar store yesterday to get a bunch of uh, Barbies, and I'm probably still going to do that because I have a bunch of really good ideas Um. For Willie, the ass family's elf on a shelf. I have found, if, if I'm, I'm very tough to shop for, I've been told. Um, but since it is the holidays, I have found something. Holy shit. Here it is. I'm sharing it with you. The Pauly Gutierrez tracksuit Funko Pop. Now, I, I have a few of these. I have a small collection going. I really want to get the Smoking the Bandit collection, but they don't have that one anymore available. I got to buy that one, you know, off eBay or whatever. This one is on Funko. This thing is awesome. It's Polly with a tracksuit, and he has a pinky ring. Oh, this is a, this is one of the coolest Funko Pops I've seen. I've got Willie Nelson. Let's see. I've got Willie Nelson. I've got Dusty Rhodes, uh, Evil Knievel, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those are my those are my Funko Pops, and yes, there will be something featured there. Are all the Barbies going to be Pogs? What whatever they got at the dollar store? Uh, but I saw this now. Look, 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 we got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I told him I call him. We got to call him. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, college football, the championship games are this weekend, and we do have other stuff as well. Let's call Joe Moon. Call that number. Seven four. That one. Here we go. I hope I'm calling the right number. Joe's got all kinds of phone lines. There we go. Hello. Is this Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? Yes, this is he. Who am I speaking with? This is the Arnie States. Did I call the right phone number? Yes, you did. This okay. is the corporate line. Okay, uh, good. You drew. Everything's fine. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you, buddy? Oh, I am doing great, and I just, I'm doing great. I wanted you to know. I, I noticed you, you had, uh, had a hard time uh, finding. Uh, where the hell is 
Kamala Harris. She has yes. been hired as the head football coach at Liberty. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Hey, Joe, did you have a good turkey day? Because that was last week. I haven't talked to you since last Wednesday. You know, I just polished off. I know you're kind of a prime rib guy. Yeah. Which yeah. I am, too. I like both, actually, on on, on Thanksgiving. Uh, just finished off the last of the bird. Oh, yeah. How was it? You had lots of sandwiches? Oh, yeah. A little mayo, some uh, you know, lettuce, mayo, salt, pepper, sure. sometimes with some cheese. Uh, on a Dutch crunch roll, and man, oh, those are go. good. I mean, I can eat a turkey sandwich all day long. Now, do you ever put dressing on your turkey sandwiches? Um, you know, I don't really put dress. I, I, I don't like any like stuffing or dressing. Once in a while, I put a little cranberry on okay. there. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I had a great Thanksgiving. We had chicken. It was phenomenal. It was, it was barbecue chicken. I was happy. Cowboys won. The Cowboys look great. Beat the Giants. Longhorns won last weekend. We got all kinds of sport. But first things first, Joe, how excited are you, my friend, that Matt Rule will be the next head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers? Well, excuse me, Ohio. I got a call from Ohio coming in. Yeah. Somebody put that into a parking lot, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really excited about him. You know, I really am. I mean, he, it's not like, uh, you know, we got um, Bob Devaney or, you know, or, or uh, Bear Bryant. Right. You know, yeah, sure. Because, but I'm really excited about him. I really am. The whole staff's been pretty much wiped out. I think Tom Osborne actually called him to talk about Mickey Joseph, which was great. I really wanted him. All, you know, I, I, I knew he was going to come in and clean house. That rule, sure. Clean uh, but I thought maybe I'll keep Mickey Joseph on uh, the interim head coach, and I thought Osborne even called him to talk to him. But uh, Mickey Joseph arrested on domestic violence charges. Oh, that's not good. That's bad. No, that's always that's bad. bad. That that that's going to cost you a job here or there. <laughs> There's things they yeah. call resume patterns. Yeah. That's not a resume yeah, pattern. That, that's you know, not one. That, that's there, not yeah. one. Uh, by the way, he's going after South Carolina's offensive coordinator Marcus uh, Satterfield. I guess yep. the, I guess that guy's become hot in the last two games since Clemson decided to fucking show up for the last two games of the season. Or I'm sorry, South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. And you know, uh, so I'm really excited about all the guys that uh, you know that they're bringing. I mean, I remember when Frost got hired. It was after the Bill Callahan's and the, and the, and the, the other ones. And I was just, I was so fired up. And the, uh, I thought he, you know, or he was an offensive coordinator at Oregon and they're, you know, they're scoring 60 a game. Oh, sure. And I was so fired up and then, man, what up? I mean, I just, and I, and I just gave him so many chances and I just was like, Oh, I'm so oh. let down. So I'm pretty excited. It's Dude, you're this guy. Pre- I'm hoping this guy can recruit. You're, and, you're uh, preaching to the choir. Turned around Temple, turned around Baylor a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Matt Rule was great at Baylor. He turned Baylor into a, a contender after Art Bryles turned him into a contender and then ripped the program down because of all the rapes. But then Matt well, Rule came back in. He also got the team to shake it, shake it like a salt shaker, too. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Matt Rule hire. I, I, I think he's a good dude. I think it's good for Nebraska. I'm happy to see that. Um, Hugh Freeze was hired at Auburn. Uh, Apparently, there was a hiring freeze at Auburn. Hey, now, look at that. Joe Murphy is here to play. (laughs) Um, 
I, I don't understand. Wasn't he fired for like getting with hookers and stuff like that when he, when he was at what, Ole Miss? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, he's that's been it. ordered not to hang around to Sean Watson. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we got to talk about him next. Oh, it's fantastic. About, yeah, this freak. I know. Yeah, he he was a little loose with the ladies. Apparently, he was a little him and Matt Lauer, like you know, doing a. Uh, <laughs> Just a little inappropriate at the, what old Miss. Yeah, he was doing the old hoopty doopy, calling an escort service from his office. Yeah, right on the phone, and then he tried to bond her off on somebody else or stuff. Yeah, I mean, and then he, <laughs> and then he's answering people back, you know, like uh, victims, you know, like hey, <laughs> you see, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That that to me is when you start delving into the, you know, you're kind of a perb. Yeah. yeah, probably not. You know, let's. Uh, why don't you go join the guy from Michigan State and you guys go have fun with Bubba up in the state prison up there. Oh yeah, good old, good good deal there. I mean, maybe he'll put Art Bryles on his staff. Who knows? Maybe he'll forgive him enough. And, 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 you know, and the worst thing you can happen to anyone, like you, you can be an innocent as 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 Abe Lincoln or whatever. You can be an innocent as they come. Just being charged with some type of sexual. Crime, you're, yeah. you're screwed. Oh, you're, you're done. done. You're done. It's like it doesn't matter if it's true or not. You know, nope. you're done. Just be associated with it. Unless you're Kobe. <laughs> Unless you're Kobe. Unless you're Kobe. Because yeah. Kobe got away with it. You know, well, I mean, I mean, Kobe just put it in the wrong hole, man. She didn't like that. Damn it, Kobe. Kobe, listen, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't be putting the one-eyed wonder worm and. What do they call that? The brown eye? I don't know what's going on there. Who said that? Anyway, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. What is that from? Was American Me where Edward James almost he, he gets to flip the girl around? Oh yeah, he's not used to doing it up in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> before we get to Deshaun Watson, um, how, does 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 America make it past Denmark in the knockout phase? In the, the World well, Cup? Because I have one story about the World Cup I just found, and it's awesome. Well, so we got, uh, yeah, we what do we take on? We're over Denmark next, huh? Yes. Or yeah, the Netherlands. We have Belgium uh, and Croatia. Mm. Morocco versus Canada. Spain and Japan. Hiya. And Germany, Costa Rica. Germany, two and a half goal favorite, if you bet it. Because oh. in soccer, you can bet two different ways. You can either bet. They'll have a goal, a goal and a half favorite. It'll be a pick them. I did that winner, loser, goal, and there'll be a half. Always a half involved so that there's going to be a winner or sure, loser. Because sure, there sure. is no half of a goal. So, Or you can bet three ways. Spain, um, Spain, mm-hmm. Germany, or a tie. Okay. Yeah, so you can bet three different ways. But, anyway, but uh, the, I, you know what? The Dutch might just kick our butt, kid. Yeah, I, I think it's over. I think America has stayed in long enough. It's time to go. I learned something, though, in soccer yesterday. I was watching the end of uh, uh, Argentina and, uh, and and Poland. Right. And, and I'm watching that game, and they're, they're explaining the rules that if Poland loses, but Mexico doesn't score enough goals in their game, and they're going to win. Mexico won their game, but they didn't score enough goals. And Poland advanced with a loss, which made me think about something here. I have to like soccer for a reason. Soccer encourages running up the score. 
It's called the Bobby Bowden rule. If you're ranked number two and you're taking on uh, Drexler, yep. run the shit up the score. Hell yes. Polls, right? I love it. Yeah, that to weird. Yeah, that to weird, I too. love it. Uh, I think that is fan-fucking-tastic. If I win by 100 points, I don't have to win enough. I would fucking forfeit the next two games. I'm in my points well, alone. And the only reason is because of that is because of the tie. If there was no ties, they wouldn't ever, they wouldn't use anything like, but because of ties, they have to start going, you know, like the next rule. Okay, well, the, the, you know, the, in the, like the NFC uh, East, they tied. Well, what's the next rule breaker, tiebreaker, mm. you know? So if they didn't have ties, they would have to do that, but since there's ties, then they gotta go. You know who scored the most goals. So yeah, you get the chance, run it up. You know. Uh, the one story I have is the crazy moment a Mexico fan stabs his TV with a knife and smashes the screen with a flurry of punches in a blind rage after watching his country get eliminated. You know that. That was like me when that that's exactly what happened to me every season when they end um, Dancing with the Stars. I do the same thing. I do well, the same exact thing. I'm going to play I mean, it real quick. Hold on a second here. Oh, good Lord. Oh, he just beat it up with his hands. Uh-oh. Here's a knife. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, Holy they, shit. you know, it's like they're boxers in Mexico. You know, they fight for God and country. It's not just, you know, Don King, you know, and so it's like, you know, they're, they, they, they're, they're just very passionate. Those, uh, that shit was Mexicans. awesome, man. Now I love that. And, and I get yelled at for yelling. So, <laughs> uh, I'm, all right. I, now, there's nothing worse than when somebody tells me, you know, when you're yelling and when you're screaming because your team's on a seven-game losing streak, you're screaming, and somebody in the room goes, you know, they can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. not going to hear me now? You, because you're leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Deshaun Watson makes his Browns debut this weekend. By the way, in Houston. How delicious is that? But here's the best part. Ten of his accusers will be at the game. Well, of course, the problem. Are, are, are you sure they're not serving corn dogs at that? Are they? Because they might work in concessions. That's all I'm saying. They might work in concessions. They're attending the game. I'm sure Gloria Aldred would be there too to represent them and speak for, on behalf of them. Um, the NFL had to do this on purpose instead of nine games. Let's give them a ten game, and then we'll welcome them back in Houston. Hell, I'm going to watch that game now just for that. Maybe one of the hookers will run onto the field. Right, and then hopefully, oh, well, Aaron Donald's out. You won't be able to tackle him. Oh, yeah. wait, he plays for the Rams anyway, but yeah. he's out. Yeah, remember the guy that got tackled? Oh, the yeah, oh, that was got leveled awesome. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the song, you know, and he's starting, correct? Yes. And what's crazy is that the Browns are at Houston. They're favored. The Browns are favored by a point. But yet, that thing on ESPN says uh, Houston is a 57 or 60% R, uh, RPI of winning or whatever. I'm like, okay. See, but, but yet, the Browns are a one-point favorite. Yeah, but, I, look, I, yeah. I don't see the Browns winning this game at all. I see the defense just fucking turning their ears back and going after Deshaun Watson. And we'll pick that game in a little bit. But I just think it's funny that 10 of the women are going to be at the game. Please show them on television. Oh, my gosh. If they're wearing, like, you know, Daisy Dukes and Hulker tops, I'm out. I'm good. 
I'm done. I, I'm just telling you right now, we're going to see gals wearing Fendi and Prada and all that kind of shit. These are some high-class hoes. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just got back. I buy all my clothes in Italy, just like those ladies. Yes, exactly. Um, Italy, Nevada, that is. Uh, last... <laughs> I ran out of gas, but we'll get back to that. Um, last story before we get into picking. You and I are both Irish. We're both proud Irishmen. Um, what is wrong with our people? The reason why I asked that question is there's a story about a guy who works on the railways there. Yeah. And he's paid yeah. 105,000 pounds a year. I would imagine that's probably about 110 grand a year. Not probably a little more, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and all he does is he reads the paper, he eats sandwiches, and goes for walks, takes his employees to court because he, he's suing his, his boss because he's too bored. Charity, for God's sake. You know, it's the same thing I ask for in a lover. You know, challenge me. <laughs> I don't want this woman to roll over. I mean, come on, man. I, so I mean, challenge me at work. Give me something to do. Is this you know, guy like, drunk? That's never got every. You could call every single employee in the world up there, and they would say, "No, all I look to do is just find ways not to work." Mm. So this guy's full of crap. You know, I mean. I mean, I'd be, every, I'd be like, wait a second. You eat sandwiches and read the newspaper all day. You really don't do anything? No. And we pay you $100,000 a year? What the fuck? That's just, you know, and if they worked in California, they couldn't fire him. Yeah, I mean, and, and now he's suing them because he's bored. If I'm the judge, I fire his ass. I mean, like, yeah, you are I too mean, stupid I, to have this I mean, dude, you, you've got it. You've got it. But, I mean, nobody asks for more work. Everybody wants to just go on vacation or less yes. work. Everybody hides from work. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Everybody's trying to get out of work. And this guy's going to think he's going to go up there and, and tell him that uh, he's too bored at work. Oh. Well, guess what? Pick up a crossword puzzle. Case yeah. closed. Yeah, I mean, find some new ways to challenge your mind. Nap. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they won't mind you napping. <laughs> no, whatever, you know, I mean, uh, uh, maybe DJ for the rest of the staff. Maybe, maybe this. Do something, you lard-ass piece of shit. How about this? How about you go across the street and get another job, and that way you can work at that other job and still get paid for this job? Exactly. There exactly. you go. See, yeah, I can no. make money here. You know what? Go work the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. Then we'll Perfect. see if you're challenged, guy. You'll be Perfect. screaming for that job again. All right. Let's get to uh, college football. Not a lot of games this weekend. We only, uh, But this weekend is the big weekend. It's championship weekend. We're going to get bowl games announced on Sunday and Monday. Yep. All right. And we'll start for the first game on Friday. Heisman Trophy fucking leader right now, which I do not understand this Caleb Williams kid from SC, how he's deemed the best player in college football. I got a problem with that, but uh, number 11 Utah is taking on USC in Las Vegas for the uh, Pac-10, 12, whatever they are, championship. Yeah, the Pac-12. The Pac And, uh, okay, so that is, hold on, I just pulled mine out of here. Okay, that, that, it's going to be, uh, 
They always have that on Friday, too. Utah. Yeah. At USC. Yeah. For some reason, the Pac-12 has a USC, what, laying like a field goal? Uh, two and a half points, yes. Two and a half points. You know what? This is, I mean, Utah, this game, and this game's in, this game's in Stanford, I think. Isn't it Levi no, Stadium? No, it's in Vegas. Oh, that's right. It's in Legion, yeah. Wow. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to take Utah on this thing. I'm going to take Utah. Uh, I, too, am also going to take Utah. I don't know if the, if the Heisman vote ends this week, but I think this game ends any kind of Heisman speculation unless they, they finish voting before this game. I, I think Utah wins this game easy, and I'm rooting now, for that, them. Is that correct? Now, the Heisman voting cannot include bowl games, correct? No, it does. Well, it's always usually done before the Bulls, but I don't know right. if it's done before the cha- it won't be done before the championship game because championship game is tomorrow night and that, they, that's, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah. that's what I meant. But obviously, they have to take the championship games into play, right? I mean, you would have to, you would think, but yeah, right, right. I mean, the, but of course, the bowl games they don't. I knew yeah. that. I don't know why I was thinking, but yeah, the the championship games, you get that extra game. Yep. Well, I mean, the there's no clear leader either, really. You know. No, I think they're giving it to him because he goes to USC. I mean, honestly, yeah. like, like, like the other candidates, uh, maybe the guy from Michigan, maybe the running back from Texas. I mean, none of those are sexy, and the, the Heisman Trophy needs to be sexy. So let's give it to the guy from USC who really doesn't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Remember Gordy Lockbaum, the guy that went both ways at Holy Cross. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And so, uh, but. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. You know, because and he was remember he was the guy that took out. Uh, he replaced uh, Spencer uh, Rattler, the uh, the he, albino he, kid. Yeah, I Spencer, Spen- the Spencer, albino kid from Oklahoma. Uh, Spencer Rattler, who Rattler. then went to fucking yeah. South Carolina. I mean, this kid was the demise of Oklahoma football. He replaced their starting quarterback midseason, and then left when the coach left. And the other one left, too, yeah. right, right. So, yeah, yeah there's a mind of the program. Thanks. You're the Pete Carroll of Oklahoma. Um, it really is. I mean, I, I, if I was Caleb Williams, I would never step, step foot in that state again. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then we got Saturday, the first game on Saturday, on Championship Saturday. It's going to be a purple out at Jerry World in Arlington as 10th-ranked Kansas State takes on number three TCU. And I tell you, every bowl committee person is rooting for Kansas State. Yeah, yeah, because they want, they want, you know, the bigger school. They want the better school. Because who, if TCU doesn't make the Final Four, who's going to take their place? Um, it'll be an SEC school. It'll either be an SEC school or Ohio State. It'll right. be it'll, Ohio, Ohio State will eat in or Alabama will eat in. One one of those two can eat in, and and, right. and maybe LS. Well, no, LSU has four losses. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, it, it it it's really awful the way that they have this set up because they have USC as number four, which we all know that USC is not the no, the fourth no, best team no. in the country. And I mean, no. if we were to look at the 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 matchups. You would have to match up SC against TCU because you don't want that the chance of TCU making it to the championship game against USC because that's no good. TCU against anybody isn't any good. USC against Georgia. We already saw what Georgia did to the SEC this year. Well, let's just put it this way. Both Alabama or Tennessee 
or even Ohio State has a will has a better chance of surviving that playoff than TCU does. I think. Um, yeah. Okay. May, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. But let's get back to this game: Kansas State against TCU. TCU pummels them. They have the crowd on their side. I think they're a lot better team than people think. They're only favored by like what uh, two points, a field goal, something yeah, like that. Two and a half. I think they roll over K State. I, I agree. I, I think TCU is determined to say fuck you to all the pollsters and stay in there. Uh, next one, we got the SEC championship game. Uh, finally, the Chick Fil A will be open at Mercedes Benz Stadium because it's a Saturday. Number fourteen LSU takes on number one Georgia. Wow, this is one of those games, and of course Georgia, um, man, Georgia's like a what a twenty point favorite or something. Seventeen and a half points. What's that? Seventeen and a half. Wow, you know. Oh, and I had that up. I had the moves on it. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of points. They were, you know, they were even higher than that um, just a few days ago. So people are definitely betting on uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. So. So that is a uh, that's a tough man, I, you know, because you know you know as well as I do, Arnie. There's gonna be a bowl games where it, uh, you know, unbelievable. I can't believe it. You sure. know, oh god, yeah. uh, there's gonna are. be some upsets. You know, and this one might be one of them. I don't know because whoa, whoa, I don't know. you know, Brian. Whoa, Georgia. What is Georgia done? What's what Georgia's last game? Can you pull that up? Do you have any idea? What did oh, they do with their last hold, game? Hold on, let me let me see. They played Georgia Tech. That's always their last game, and they right. won thirty-seven to fourteen. Thirty-seven fourteen over Georgia Tech, and yes, man, you know what? Georgia, I mean, Georgia's gonna win the game. I don't think they cover. I don't think they cover okay. if they win the game. But I'll swear, I'll be so upset if LSU because there's gonna be a stunner on one of these games. There's okay. gonna be a, an upset. And that could be it, but I'll take Georgia. Let me ask you this. If the upset happens, what happens to the four? Does does Georgia bounce out or does Georgia just drop one spot? If Georgia loses by a, like a two-point conversion or something, they're still in. Okay. Um, if they get blown out, I might have to look at it. But I, I don't see how Georgia can miss not being in that, that top. For that'll be their first loss. Nobody with two losses is going to get in before them. That's for sure. No, that that that's definitely for sure. That's an interesting thing to look at. There, uh, we aren't going to do the American Athletic Championship because that's gay. Uh, how about the Big Ten well, Championship? They don't, you know what? Just because, just because. Uh, uh, let's just <laughs> who's the guy said you suck dick? You're gay. I don't think <laughs> uh, you're not bad. You're gay. <laughs> yeah, the dice yeah. man. Yeah, either you suck dick or you do not suck dick. Yeah, you're supposed to do chicks. So yeah. if you suck on, you're gay. I don't know what you're talking right. about. Well, just name the guy with the attitude, like this. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name now. Uh, you know, this comedian. Everybody with a leather jacket. Yeah, Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. Thank you, sweetie. My producer just told me, Andrew mm-hmm. Dice Clay. Um, Even though I had yelled it to you already. He was, he was the guy that was like, hey, you suck, cock, you're gay. You know, I always remember that. And then I heard you today saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, now that we're off of that. Yeah, okay. let's move on to the Big Ten championship game. We've got Purdue taking on Michigan. Okay, and now they're trying to throw this, what's his name, uh, McCarthy into the Heisman bowl. Come on, buddy. Mm-hmm. Slow it up, you know. Um Man, 
excuse me, Michigan land 14. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> you're gonna, you're not gonna believe this. No. Purdue upsets Michigan. In the no, Big no way. This is the bit. It's not the one I thought of before. I was thinking that Georgia, the Georgia Ellis, that's not gonna happen. Bam! I just saw it. This is a this is a big upset. Purdue kid quarterback throws for like 400 yards and four touchdowns, and 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 wow. we finally get to see Jim Harbaugh's horrible, uh, sad faces. Um, okay, so I'll ask you the same question. Does that bounce them out of the playoff? Oh, damn it. Why do you do that to me? Um, I think, I think they, they fear, I think Michigan fears an upset more than Georgia does. Okay. I'm going to give Georgia and Michigan immunity from dropping out of the top four. All right. Yeah. There's no way I'm picking against Michigan. That ass whooping they put on Ohio State last week, they ain't losing this game. Uh, and then, do we care about the ACC championship, Clemson against North Carolina? I mean, I love Mac Brown, so Clemson, North Carolina. Yeah, I, I kind of like I, I kind of like Carolina in that game. I, I I'll pick North Carolina just because I love Mac Brown still. So there, yeah. there you go. And I, I do like that in the ACC, you know, but. Uh, but yeah, it's coming down. That's why I mean, you know, when USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten, and it's going to be the SEC. The SEC is going to be like the NFC, and the Big Ten will be like the AFC. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. In college, though, be like. Uh, all right, let's go to the NFL. Last week, Joe, you had a good week. Last week, my friend, you went eleven That's and what five. My therapist told me. Yeah, you went eleven and five last week. Thank you. Where'd you go? I went twelve and four. You sturdy rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love sure, it. <laughs> I sure picked a bad week to stop uh, dipping glue again. Uh, your record for the season so far, Joe, is 82 wins and 70 losses. <sighs> Big Daddy here is at 89 wins, 63 losses. Okay, listen to me really quick here. Okay, so what did you say I was? 82 and what? 82 and 70. Okay, so 70 divided by 82. I'm at, what is that, 85%? No, yeah, 82 and 70. Um, And you're at what, 80, what did you say? What do you got, a two-game lead? Uh, No, I have 89 and 63. So I would divide 63 by 89, 63 divided by... 89 uh, equals what, that that's not right. That's not right. That's what I was thinking too. Um it's uh what's the math equation for that? It's uh, <laughs> uh Oh, who knows? I mean, I, I'm badass. That's all I know is I'm badass. And you're not too bad. And 70, yeah. yeah. You're not bad. You're not you're not horrible, Joe. You're you're just yeah. you're, you're not at my picking level yet. No, 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 I can never, I can never, you know, there's two places that I'm never going to reach your level, okay? <laughs> One is betting the NFL. Right, right, right. The other? The other consuming tomahawk steaks. There you go. Yeah, that that is true. Okay, Jen has you at 85.3%. That's what I have myself yeah. at, 85. Right, somebody needs to do my yeah. math then, 89 and 63. <laughs> Just divide at 63 into 89, right? Well, I don't have the calculator. Hold on. Here. Let me get that. Uh, yeah, Conchita, I mean, can you pull that up for me, please? Yeah, please do that. What is it? 89 and 73? 89 and 63. 
Oh, wait, sorry. I just tried to hose you there. Yeah, you tried to give me 10 more losses out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Do we have it yet? Do we have yes, it? Yes, we do. You're, oh, wait, wait, wait. 89 and 63? Yes, 89 and 63 still. Only 70%. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, that's weird. They, so we're, we're going to move on. Yeah, we're we're move doing on. it wrong. We're doing it wrong because we're that's obviously nice. not ma- Ladies and gentlemen, we are not math majors, okay? No, no. We are working on it. We're trying to work the problem out. Please stand by. <laughs> Arnie had two computers and two phones, but no calculator. I'm better than 78. I got a calculator. I did a little calculator. I divided the... Uh, See, oh, wait, Jim oh, says sorry. I have. I'm sorry. I have to divide. Okay, here we go. Eighty. Oh, God. I'm such a moron. Okay, we're, we're, Joe's numbers okay. are eighty-two and seventy. Mine are eighty-nine and sixty-three. So Joe's got to be under seventy percent. I'm at seventy percent. See, what threw me was that Joe at eighty-five point three percent. I was like, wait a second. How can he be kicking the shit out of me like that? But I got a seven-game lead. Right, and it's at your point seven. All right, seven. well, whatever. Right. Let, let, let's yeah, move on. Get that down. I, yeah, that's crazy. This People is don't want to hear us do math. All right, first game will be tonight, December 1st. It will be uh, on Prime Video. Not a bad game for Prime Video. The Buffalo Bills, the 8-3 and three Bills. It says Joe is at 85%. So, Joe, you, you're a better picker than me, obviously. We, we're not doing something right. Um. The yeah, that's weird. I mean, what is going on? I did yours, and you're like seventy percent. I know. Like, I don't care anymore. It's killing me. Oh, I know what it is. It's because I'm closer to mine. It doesn't mean uh, it's a, there's a whole different equation yeah, to work out. It, with. We're, of we're course, doing, yeah. when you're closer to the middle, I, I mean, I, I got a higher percentage of. Oh my god! Yeah, move on. I'm, I, I just want to pick football games now. That's I all that, I want to do. Um. The Bills are are eight and three on the road against the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, do you think we have any chance of being on Bill Nye, the science guy? Uh, no, no, not at all. Oh, I just to make sure, like, in case they reached out to me. Yeah, no, no chance of that. Okay, all right. The Bills at the pitch. Actually, you're right. It is a good game. Um, Boy, uh, Bills are favored by what? About a touchdown, six points, maybe. Uh, um, the Bills are favored by three and a half. Wow, that has gone down. That's that opening line was like five and a half. So people are betting on the Patriots. People are really betting on the Patriots, and I don't blame them. You know what? I'm going to take the Patriots too. Yeah, like you said, that game opened up at like five and a half points. It's down down to three and a half. So uh, there's a lot of money going okay. on. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Bills. I'll take the Patriots uh, in that. Um, okay, by the way, just to let everybody know, we both have the same number of games. 82 and 70 equals 152. 89 and 63 added together is 152. So what you do There's is you a different way to do this, the, and we're yeah. not going to do it anymore. I am putting an end to all math on this fucking show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are moving on to the next game, which is Sunday. The four and seven Steelers. Your Steelers are on the road against the five and seven Falcons. All right, the Falcons. I can never really. I could never walk out of like a sports book with a pick of the sets of Falcons. 
uh, on my thing anyway, let alone the playing the Steelers. Uh, so I'm going to... I got to take the Steelers, obviously. Steelers win that game outright, of course. Steelers are a one-point uh, favorite here on ESPN. Um, look, I, I think the Steelers got a, a little dose uh, of goodness last week playing Indianapolis, and they learned how to play together and win. I think they put it together and win this game as well. Eh, go with them there. All right, here we go. All from... Oh, uh, one of these wonderful NFC North matchups that we love so much. The four and eight Packers are on the road against the three and nine Bears. Wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah, the I Packers mean, at the Bears, uh, the black and blue, the whatever. Uh, I, I think uh, I saw uh, Aaron on some show, Roger, said he was going to probably play. Um, man, that's a, I don't know, man, that's a tough one. I mean, the Packers just aren't the Packers, you know, they just. I I hear you. I mean, I mean, it's very, very strange to see them play the way they're playing this year. And they're playing at Soldier Field. For all I care, that's like a neutral field for the Packers. Uh, then the uh, Packers are favored by a couple. You know what? That's, this, is, this is like a toss-up. I'm going to flip a coin. Let me let me flip that Russian ruble I have, and I'm going to see what it lands All on. right. Flip the ruble. It's a Russian ruble. Yeah, I do. I deal with foreign currency also. Okay. Sex work and foreign currency? Foreign Joe currency, Bush. yeah. I have a lot of Russian rubles. I also have money from Uganda. Mm-hmm. And also uh, some from uh, uh, some other war-torn countries. I'm sure it's okay. very valuable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I'll take. God, Syrian money is hot right now. Oh, it is. And it is. hot because you just got, maybe it was in a bombing. So this, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to take the bears at home. I got I, you know, I got to stir it up. Or, you know, if I'm going to make a chance, I can't just, you know, if I pick... Along with you, by some chance, uh, I, I'll never catch up. So I'm going to take the Bears. All right. Well, hey, I I, I understand that. Uh, I, I I I can't look. You know I, I just want to see. Switch me back. Take it back. Yeah, yeah. You can't go with a Chris Payne team. Yeah. No, I can't. No, I can't. It's yeah. I will be at the watch party, but yeah. I cannot take that. Yeah. And and this will just be another dagger in his heart to lose to Aaron Rodgers because he does own the Bears. Um. Ooh, a battle, a matchup of the Cats here. We've got the four and seven Jags on the road. Boy, this is nobody's Christmas present here. Hey, I got your tickets to the Jags and the Lions. You know, and what more do you want to see when you were a cat in high school? It's a cat fight. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the pulling of the hair, the... You know, uh, I mean, I've seen some of these videos now. These kids, man, they go, I mean, they're, they're ruining each other, man. I was like, the cat fights when I was in high school was a little, you know, they got a little pull air and then we pulled them apart. And, mm-hmm. You know, all right. So I like the line, the Jags at the Lions. You know what? The, the Jags are too pumped up. They got their win. The two points are broken. The Lions turn. It's the Lions turn to get a win. Okay. Uh, I like that pick because I, I, I like the line. The Lions have scored a lot of points this year. And I like that about them. Now, I am removing the math heriocrity here because I've just done the math. What you do is you take 47% the total. 47% for me, Shut up. like 54 Joe, for you. Joe, what? Joe, I've done the math. Okay. So of other people, you take the total number of games 
Right. And you divide that into the wins. Joe, right. you're at 54%. I'm at 58%. You're what, 51? Uh, I'm at about 54%. And you're at, or you're at 54%. I'm at 58%. Bam, yeah, there it is, yeah. the end. I know how to do math. When, when you told me that we're not doing math anymore, I was not listening, and I still did it. Oh, so was I. <laughs> I was doing it the whole time. I'm like, ain't like that. So I was like, you were like, no more math. And I was like, okay. And I was like, trying to listen, but I still did it. Uh, so I got one of the numbers wrong. But yeah, I got 54, and then you're about 58. Yep, huh? yep. There you go. Okay, enough of that oh, now. Right. Now we can All move right. on that we got it figured out. We're both taking the Lions. Next matchup. Now, this sounds like really a shitty game. But it's intriguing as hell. In Minneapolis, the seven and four Jets against the nine and two Vikings. Yeah. Now and then, uh, is Zach still? Oh no, Zach got replaced, didn't he? The Jets quarterback. Do what? Uh, I don't he know got yet. Replaced, I think he got replaced. I, don't, I forget the guy they're bringing in. I can't think of his name. But they, he, he got replaced. Uh, he got replaced last week. If it's just for the win, I'm going to take the Vikings for the win. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I like that pick. You know what? I'm sticking with my green Jets here. I, yeah. I, I just, I, there's something about the Jets that I like this season. I mean, I will stop liking them probably if they lose this game, but that's okay. Name the smash hit by the group, the Jets, the R&B group, the Jets. Oh. Uh. Don't trust your feelings. <laughs> oh, man, I remember them. Uh, all right, next uh, next game we got here, an NFC East battle. The 7-5 and five Commandos from Washington are taking on the 7-4 and four New York football Giants. Oh, let's strap on some gear. It's time to play tackle football. Mm-hmm. All righty, so we are at, uh, man, I'll tell you what, uh, the Giants, you know, the Giants, it might be their year. I, uh, the Commanders, I mean, they're like, you know what, I'm taking the Giants at home. The Commanders laying points on the road. I mean, it's only, what, point and a half or so. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's I got two and a half. I got, the commanders, commanders I got the Commanders by two and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants at home. Okay, I, you know, look. I don't believe in the Jets. I've seen the Jets get beat twice by the Cowboys this year, and I'm going to take the Commandos. Okay. I'm either uh, coming back to you or I'm running away with it, Joe. That's that's what's happening this week. This week is making a break it week, huh? Yeah, and then next week we'll have to try and do math again. You know what? I think uh, each week we'll have to try a new topic. Maybe next week we'll do our grammar or something. (laughs) Uh, All right, next game we got up. Uh, the seven and four Tennessee Titans on the road. Oh God! Against the ten and one Eagles. All right, real quick for the listeners out there, you math whizzes, whatever. Let's and we'll move on. The square root of negative one. Let's put that up on the text board there. See if you on the message board there. See what you got. The square root of negative one. Now, what's our game? Uh, the game is the Tennessee Titans, the seven and four Titans against the ten and one Eagles. Man, uh, the Eagles favored by about a touchdown. The Eagles win that game. I think they're they're they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. That Jalen Hurts is man. Uh, that kid, he's money. He's pretty good. Um, I I hate taking the Eagles, but I can't take any team from Tennessee. 
Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go Eagles as well. I don't want them to keep winning. Well, I do to give them that false sense of security for when the Cowboys come in and kick the shit out of them. And remember, when the Cowboys come in, you want them to put a Philly cheesesteak up their ass. You're damn right. Uh, uh, how about the three and eight? Boy, disappointing year understatement. The three and eight Broncos taking on the seven and four Ravens. Uh, another, I, I'm sorry, Russell. You know, Giselle took off. Probably Sierra's gone now. Mm. You just don't got it going on, bro. I'm sorry. You know? Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, things th- things are, are, are not good for Russell Wilson. No, they're not. They're not. He's supposed to be the big acquisition to take him to the promised land. And uh, he's probably hiding out every night. Uh, Ravens. You know what? I, I, just, I hate the Ravens. I think it's too many points. Ravens favor. I hate the Broncos cover for sure. But I'm take the Broncos to win that game. You're going to take the Broncos to win? That's right, buddy. Wow. I got to make the move. All right. Uh, I, that, that's not the right place to make that move because I am going to take the Ravens easily in that game. Thank you for that win. Not a problem. All right, here we go. We talked about this game earlier. The four and seven Browns on the road against the one and nine Texans. Deshaun Watson is back, baby. Yeah, the Browns at the Texans. Now, there'll be several. I understand that there will be several massage therapists at the game. Yes. Yes, indeed. At least 10. Okay, at least now the Browns. I'm gonna tell you right now, the Texans cover this game. Okay, but but but, you know what? I'm taking the Texans. I'm going for it this week. I got the Texans, buddy. I'm gonna join you on that. I'm gonna take the Texans because I think they want to go after Deshaun Watson. I think I think that he's gonna have a long day. Now, let me ask you this: with the ten gals there. A, they're probably sitting together. And do you think they go over their massaging technique? No, because they, they, you know what is, um, you'll know, you'll see when they, um, they'll all probably order the frozen banana. And sure. you'll, you'll get what you sure. need right there. Okay. And, and you know, I, I, you know what? I remember they did ask one their technique and she said, ancient Chinese secret, huh? See, so yeah, we're not going to get it. Yeah. We're not going to get yeah. anything. And I always get to love you a long time. Well, yeah. You know what? Maybe I can't love for a long time. You ever thought of that? Yeah. <laughs> I need some medication to do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, another disappointing team this year, the six and five Seahawks. Taking on the big, I think this is the biggest disappointment in the NFL, is the 3-8 and eight Rams. Yeah, and guess what? Uh, Stafford is out and Aaron Donald is out. Oh, for fuck's sake. Good yeah, Lord. Yeah, so we got the Rams. Where's that? Why, why, why can't I find that? What's wrong with me? All right, the Rams. And that is in L.A., correct? Yes, and the yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. I have the Seahawks as a seven-point favorite. Open it like four and a half. Everybody loves the Seahawks. If I was going to bet it, I'd take the Rams points. You know what? It's at home. Boom. I'm taking the Rams. Whoa. Without the starting quarterback and the best defensive player in the game that's not named. I got to make a move, kid. I got to make a move. You know, a lot of people, just like Tom Osborne, when he went for two in 1983 to beat the Miami Hurricanes <laughs> and he lost. He may have lost that game, but just like me, he walked off with the biggest set of nuts you'll ever see. <laughs> All right. Just because I had a hernia operation, my <laughs> are really swollen, so that's fine. 
Now we get to see which one of these two teams is for real. Is it the 8-3 and three Dolphins traveling all the way across country to take on the 7-4 and four 49ers? Yeah, the last Niner game I thought was the World Cup game. What was it, 13 nothing was the final? <laughs> the Niners minus three and a half. I just hate that. Um, boy, I don't think they can do it. I don't, you know, I, I just, I think the Niners are for real. I, don't, I just cannot fathom the Dolphins going in there, um, you know, unless, uh, unless Courtney Cox is in the stands. I cannot see the Dolphins beating them in this San Francisco. I can't. Yeah, ne- neither can I. I mean, is is it me or is this kind of a weird game to have the Dolphins at the Niners? Like that's one you don't usually think of. Like that's yeah. a very strange game. Very weird. You um, know, it's like it's like one of those things. Like once a year, like only once a year of 140 games in the minor leagues. Like we have the AAA Arizona Diamondbacks from labor. You get to see like the Columbus Clippers, which is the yeah. Yankees AAA, yeah. just yeah. for like three days. That's it. They make one appearance, and then it's over with, you know. And that's like one of those things where, you know, because, I, I, I mean, you might get to catch, like, you, you know, Aaron Judge on rehab assignment or something mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, if I was going to go to a uh, – if I was ever going to go to, like, a, a triple-A game here, I would wait because there's going to – I would get the one where there's just that one visit. It's not – we play the Sacramento right. whatever cats every other day. I don't want to <laughs> see them again. So yeah, this you, is like that see- kind of deal. The Dolphins coming yeah. all the way. From the another conference all the way across the country, play in uh, Santa Clara, and uh, this would be a good game to go watch. I I agree. uh, I I, I think this. I think this is one of the better games of the entire weekend. Um, Then we got. Well, I I take that back. This game could be pretty damn good. The nine and two Chiefs are on the road against the seven and four Bengals. This is, you know, this is another toss-up. This is another toss-up. That kid Burrow's getting better all the time. Of course, Mahomes. Uh, I mean, uh, man, I'll tell you what. The Chiefs favored by a couple. Yeah, literally. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs, buddy. I'm going to have to flip a coin on this. Go with the Chiefs. Man, I, I, I'm going to gamble. I'm going to take the Bengals at home. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kansas City beat the hell out of him, but I, I think this is a great game as well. Wait, man, you're blessed with a couple good games this weekend. Um, yeah. Next one up, uh, the, the last of the afternoon games before we get to Sunday night football, we got the 6-5 and five Chargers taking on the 4-7 and seven Raiders. Oh, no. Okay, let me see here. Man, I don't know the Raiders. The Raiders, uh, boy, that kid uh, Josh Jacobs sure looks good, huh? Mm. <laughs> I haven't watched running back for the running back for the Raiders, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, is he playing well? I I don't watch a lot of Raiders. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah, he had like a hundred and say he tore off an eighty-two yarder to win in overtime. Nice. So he's like he's like two hundred yards. He, he looks good. He's like had like six or seven in a row, a hundred-yard mm-hmm. game. Raiders at home. Man. I just I don't have faith. The Chargers are favored. I'm got to take the Raiders at home. The Raiders are going to turn it around. Yeah, they're one of the teams that are going to finish strong. I think so. I, I like the Raiders, especially getting points at home. That's I think that's stupid. I have it even right now, but you have different stuff. You have actual live books in front of you. Um, 
I've told you for the last two weeks that the Raiders would win close games, and they won a game in overtime last week. They're winning these one-possession games, which is big. The Chargers, I think the Chargers shot their load. I think the Chargers are done for the season. They might get a couple more wins here or there. No playoff aspirations. I'm taking the Raiders all day on this game. Yeah, I would too. I, I, I like that too. I like the Raiders. They're at home. They got nothing to lose. They got nothing to, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs probably. I mean, I don't even know if they're, you know, some of these teams are in the hunt because, you know, Tampa Bay has a losing record and they're still, they're the division leader in the oh, NFC yeah, uh, what, South. Yeah, because the um, South sucks. And, and wait till we yeah. get to that Monday night game and you hear the records of these teams. It, it, it's a joke. Right. And so, um, yeah, I I uh I think the Raiders are the, I think the Raiders are on a team that uh, that, that uh, finishes strong this year. One of the teams that pulls it together, finishes strong. So I like the Raiders in that. Okay. Um. All right. Then we got Sunday night football. My beloved Dallas Cowboys are going to be featured at home, most beautiful stadium in the world, AT and T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, aka Jerry World. Well, they'll be taking on the four seven and one Indianapolis Colts. The Cowboys, I have as a ten and a half point favorite. Right. Now, have you heard of the latest Jerry Jones uh, thing where LeBron had mentioned Jerry Jones? I talked about that this morning because I I, I had my friend Tommy on the show this uh, on Monday, and he told me about this story. And this story is not even big here locally. <coughs> And now, yeah. and LeBron wants to say, "What about the Jerry Jones?" And compares him to a teammate. Well, they don't—they're not going to ask you about Jerry Jones. You never played with him, stupid. Right. And shut right. up, LeBron, for fuck's sake. Why don't they ask about uh, Rosie O'Donnell, who I saw on a uh, on a, a newspaper or a magazine kissing her girlfriend? I mean, what the hell? What did they have to do with anything? I, I didn't get that at all. Why he brought well, up Jerry Jones? He brought it up because they questioned the the media brought up Kyrie Irving a couple weeks ago with his alleged anti-Semitic remarks, and he goes, "Well, I just don't think it's right that you brought up Kyrie, but not Jerry Jones." Well, Kyrie was your former teammate, stupid. You don't play yeah. for the Cowboys. And, by the way, Jerry Jones has already fucking come out and said he was watching it happen. He didn't have anything to do with it. And, by the way, it was 1950 fucking seven. Shut up. And guess what? Guess what? Guess who's getting, bringing you a better present and, who, and you invite you to Bar Mitzvah? Jerry Jones yeah. or Kyrie Irving? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting Jerry Jones all day. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. You and the wife, the kids, you look great. And thank you for the lots of cash in that envelope. Um, all right, so here we go. The four and seven Colts at my Cowboys. Cowboys ten and a half point favorite. Man, that's, that's so many points. I, I, you know, I, Jack looked okay. He looked, he looked pretty. You know, he looked decent. Mm, second but half. Not, I, I mean, the Cowboys gonna win the game. I, yeah. I gotta want the Cowboys to win. Yeah. Uh, I don't to, want the cover, but they win. To not break tradition like I've done the last few weeks. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. Here we go. Hold on, Jerry. I mean, hold on, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jerry, and the Jimmy, the J team down there in yeah. Dallas. We'll get you some more hairspray, buddy. Yeah. Relax. All right, final. Why does Jimmy Johnson like? I think he's with the crew now. You know, the 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 Fox crew. Why does he always get to be home on his boat though when they're doing the live pregame show? 
Because he has a giant cock. That's why. Because he's Jerry. Oh, he's Jimmy Johnson. It. Jimmy Johnson does what Jimmy Johnson wants to do. I know they're all in the studio, but he's like down in like a Hawaiian, Florida type shirt yeah, on his oh, boat. Doing he loves. He what, hates. What, COVID. Doesn't COVID? Why does he just get to do? You know, they got to come to him. Everybody else has to. You know. I mean, shit. I mean, Terry was in the studio so much he caught cancer and then had to get rid of it, and now, now he's doing okay. But they canceled. Uh, there's no longer going to be the uh, Bradshaw bunch on E, so we don't get to see his hot daughters anymore on TV. I know that's it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, the athletes always have like three daughters. I know. Yeah, like three <laughs> it, it's, it's they have three daughters, and they were hot. Yeah, by they, the way, yeah, yeah, yeah it's called yeah. payback. Uh, all right, last game of the week on Monday night, the four and eight. Jesus, New Orleans Saints are on the road against the division leaders, the five and six. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, man, Tom, you should have got out. Also, the great Gaylord Perry died yesterday. No. Yeah. Oh, I got the to see guy, him pitch. I almost fell as hard as. <laughs> I got to see him pitch in person. He played for the Rangers. Yeah, he's oh. over the every board and all that stuff. He's trying oh, to he's, man. He's buffering the ball, man. They come out. I think that was him. And he tried to pull his hands out of his pockets of his game. Like, what are you, what are you guys talking about? He pulled, when he's trying to throw the Emory board in the oh, yeah. up top. He's like, come on, guy. Really? Uh, I, I mean, Gaylord Perry was just such a, a, a fun guy. And he was a good pitcher. Um, Harris in me. Oh, yeah, hold on. Let's see. It's it's his... like, you ever see Tim Wakefield pitch for the uh, for the Red Sox? Remember mm-hmm. he throw the floaters just oh, like yeah. this little. Oh yeah, but yeah. but this 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 scene in Major League this was a tribute to Gaylord Perry. What's that shit on your chest? Crisco. Bardol. Vagisil. Any one of them will give you another two to three inches drop on your curveball. Of course, if the umps are watching me close, I just rub a little jalapeno inside my nose, get it running, and if I need to load the ball up a little, just wipe my nose. You put snot on the ball? I haven't got an arm like yours. I gotta put anything on it I can find. Someday you will too. Oh, I mean, they even gave him a southern accent to make him look and sound like Gaylord Perry in that movie. Because uh, people don't realize a true curveball, it's they think it, it drops off the table. Mm-hmm. That's what, you come curving in, it boom straight down, drops right off yeah. the table. That's the, the ultimate curveball. Um, all right, so who do you have in this Monday night matchup of misfits? Oh boy, uh, the Saints and the Box. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. <sighs> I think they're sitting. Who, I, who's that? Who's the quarterback down there in, in, for New Orleans now? Nolans. Uh, I have no idea. I, yeah, I, I, I know who it is. I can't think. Boy, the Buccaneers. Tom Brady wins this one. Come on, Tom. We're, right. we're going to give you another victory. They're favored by like a well, a touchdown, but uh, I, I don't know about that. But I'll uh, I'll take him to win. Do you think that Tom Brady's playing so bad because of all the ass he's slaying now? Dude, he. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine who would be the wingman? Who would be the wingman? Would it be him or Cristiano Ronaldo? I know. He walks in. Yeah, he goes to him and Beckham walk into a bar. Me and you, we're the only guys in there that have a shot against those two. (laughs) 
Me and you. Yeah. That's me. right. That's right. Because there are a couple you. of numbskulls, muscle heads. We move in with our, you know, your fancy clothes and your hot chuck ways. Oh wait, that's from Scarface. Um, you know, we move in with our with our you know with our knowledge and, and you know, because the N stands for knowledge. We move in with our knowledge and our sense of humor. The ladies are ours. Forget it, Tom. And, oh. and mess your whoever the hell you're I, with, I, Ronaldo, Stallone, beat it. Me and, you and I walk in there and I look at the gals. Hey, gals, do you gals like wrestling? Yeah. And I have a chime card with $23 on it. <laughs> All right, Joe, that's going to do it for us this week, my friend. I hope that you had as much fun as I did. I certainly did. I hope you did, too. I really appreciate it, Artie. I, I have so much fun every week, so I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Well, hey, you have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, All right, Lake, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. <laughs> he and I have a chance up against Brady and Ronaldo. Jesus.
Jean-Claude Van Damme film, Sudden Death. According to legend, in order to make the movie more believable, they had to leave out several of Joe's amazing feats he was able to accomplish on that fateful night in Pittsburgh. But I guess disarming bombs, fighting dozens of terrorists, skating out onto the ice and making the game-saving block during the Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals, rescuing his children and the vice president was nothing but his cunning and several roundhouse spin kicks would be enough to show how much of a man Joe Murphy truly is. What a guy, so humble. He really is. I, I, I mean, all that is true. Oh, every single bit of that. Totally true. Even the parts they had to redact. Because people have been like, no, there's no way. It, let me just tell you, with Joe, there is a way. Now, back to the show we go. Um, let's see, wait. Math debacle was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I just didn't have the formula right in my head. Uh, maybe maybe it's because I'm worried about this. There's a new experimental drug, uh, lecanemab, which shows potential as an Alzheimer's disease treatment. This is according to new phase three trial results. Now, there's some problems because there's safety problems with it. This is a drug whose adverse side effects, it, honestly, they, they might end up they might end up being just just as bad as utility or beauty. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. Thank you. This one. You know, Alzheimer's, it's in the brain. My, look, 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 the reason why I'm doing this story, it's Alzheimer's stories. My grandmother, uh, and this is her birthday month. She was born on December 17th, 1903, same day that Orville and Wilbur Wright took to flight. Um, I think about my grandmother a lot, especially this time of year, because Christmas, she loved it so much. And she was taken from us. Uh, she had Alzheimer's, and it, it was horrible. And, and And she used to, like, we used to think it was funny, but I guess it was part of the disease when she would go out and paint the family car with blue house paint, chrome and all. I, I craziness, right? So now the side effects, and side effects do not cause using house paint correctly. No, no, you could get what they call a brain bleed. Brain bleeds are bad. Okay, I, I, I don't have to be a medical professional to know that. But when, like, 17% of those people uh, that were in the test group got brain bleeds, they might want to halt at things. Brain swelling is another one that, 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 that happens when, when you have this drug and you're trying to fight Alzheimer's. Um, here we go again. It's my daughter's birthday month, 24th Christmas Eve. She'll be 21. That's awesome. What'd she have? Uh, I guess my grandmother had, my grandmother had Alzheimer's. That's why I'm doing the story. Uh, good morning. Doesn't Charlton Heston have Alzheimer's? Yeah, well, he does. He does. The same guy, the guy who led the NRA. You can take this gun out. You can pry it out of my cold, dead hands. 
Yeah. That's weird you bring him up. My mother shares your grandmother's birthday. With that in mind, I can truly understand what a great woman your grandmother was. Because my mom born on twelve seventeen is the most awesome woman. God, I love her. Yeah, and I think that way about my grandmother. B. Coop says, it's just a brain bleed. Nothing serious. Has never been said by a doctor. Oh, I'll totally agree with that. I'll totally agree with that. Yeah, that's never been said by a doctor. Oh, you have a, you have a brain bleed? Oh, and your brain swelling? Yeah, just go home. Just take it easy. Uh, all right, good news to report from the TV world. Tulsa King, the new hit Tyler Sheridan show that is on Paramount uh, Streaming, and they've been showing it lately after New Yellowstone's on Sunday night. Tulsa King Season 2 has been greenlit. I got to say that TV has not been letting me down too much. Like, like the new shows that are coming out are really good and they're really fun to watch. Like I, I don't even watch Blue Bloods anymore. That's right. I don't watch it anymore. I haven't watched it in two seasons. I'm way far behind on organized crime, and that's my bad because I, I need to get back on that because organized crime, I, I'm sorry, law and order, organized crime. That show's fuck. That show's awesome. I just haven't in Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. They'll all be coming back soon. On this bullshit fall hiatus. Hmm. Um. But yeah. Uh. Cool people birthday. Yep. There you go. Yeah. My grandmother's birthday. Uh. December seventeenth, nineteen o three. She'd be a hundred and nineteen now. I don't know why we're discussing my grandma. That's weird. That is weird because uh, I was talking about Tulsa King. Um, good show. Sylvester Stallone pretty much killing it on that show. Uh, I'm trying to think of other shows. That, I know there was something I wanted to tell you guys that I was watching. Tales from the Territory was amazing this week. It was uh, the, the one from Crockett. Next week will be Mid-South, and it's the season finale. And I got to say, if you're a wrestling fan at all and you haven't seen Tales from the Territory, get on that as fast as you can. It is fucking awesome. Uh, what other shows? Yeah. Oh, you know, I saw something. I, I saw something. And, and, and let's just talk about this real fast. There's a movie that's coming out. I, I don't even know what it, the hell. Well, let's see if I can figure out what the hell this thing is called. And, and and I don't want to be that guy. I just, you know, you know I hate it, man. You know I hate it. See, I want to see that Bones and All movie. That movie looks cool. Oh, let's see if I can find this thing. Okay. Uh, sort coming soon. Sort by uh, date, release date. There we go. Done. Violent Night. I don't know if I'm going to see that or not. Santa Claus whooping ass. Uh, All right. Let's see if I can find the name of this movie. Because um, I've seen the the previews for it, and it's got an actor in there that I like. But 
they're doing it again, and I hate to be that guy. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Hold on a second. There's an easy way to find it here. Jim Parsons. Um, there it is. Um, this comes out, I guess, or it's out already. I, I don't know. Maybe it's being released. It's being released tomorrow. Okay, so new movie coming out tomorrow. And it, it it's a movie called, um, spoiler alert. And yes, we once had, we had bros. You remember bros? Oh, Ken Dog. Oh, fucking V Coop sent me the trailer for fucking Cocaine Bear. We might have a watching party for that. That thing looks awesome. This movie will not be good, V Coop, because this is another movie that they are starting to force down your throat. The Bros movie, this is a more serious movie about a gay couple and the emotions when one partner gets diagnosed with terminal cancer. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Told you. Yes, Cocaine Bear looks amazing. I cannot wait to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Uh, but but spoiler alert! I, I uh, spoiler. Oh, so I guess the movie spoiler alert. He dies at the end, since he has terminal cancer, and we have to watch this. And eh, just come on, man! When can we go to the movies to have fun again? Why does everything have to be a learning experience? Or or why does everything have to be rammed down our throats in the movies? Why can't we just enjoy fucking spacemen? And, and and comic humor and and dirty stuff and boobs and things like that. Why can't we get that anymore? Why does everything have to have a message? I think that's my biggest gripe in the world right now is why does everything have to mean something? Why can't you just have a TV show that's funny? Why does it have to be riddled with whatever fucking stereotypes and and propaganda that whatever narrative that's trying to get pushed is being pushed? Watch Hunter Biden as a bear or watch someone slowly die. Not a hard choice. No, it's not a hard choice at all. And by the way, by the way, just, just hear me out. Today is December 1st. Um, when this movie is released tomorrow and it flops ginormously, which it will, I, I mean... You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Right, because I said it. It will flop. And then we'll get the resounding... Um, Talking down to that we all deserve from the almighty woke, whichever if they're left, right, whatever, about how we're all homophobes because we did not see this movie. So I'm here to save the day, like I do all the time. I mean, you know, it's my thing. 
See, I told you all that so you don't have to worry about it on Monday or Tuesday next week when people start beating people down for not seeing Jim Parsons in a movie. I like Jim Parsons, but Jim Parsons will only be Sheldon Cooper for the rest of his life to me. And if I see Sheldon Cooper making out with a dude, I might not watch Big Bang Theory anymore because it might ruin it for me. Sorry, not sorry. Huff. Now, this story also came out yesterday, and I got I to say, I, you know, with real celebrities, and by real, I mean people that have actually accomplished something in the celebrity world, sold out state, Metallica. And you know they know they're celebrities, but 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 they're still humble about it, right? They're still humble about it. Those are the celebrities that we like. We don't like the celebrities that are like, hey, we're celebrities, you gotta love us. And that's what this kinda is. But not really. Because this person isn't even really a celebrity. This is what happens when you give regular people an opportunity to be in front of a camera. A, they yuck it up, and then B, if people watch them yucking it up, they think they are the the cat's meow. And I'm talking about a woman by the name of Catherine O'Mani, who was once on the TV show The Real Housewives of Washington, D.C., which, by the way, does not make you a celebrity. See, and I don't even like that they give them the name Star. You're a reality person. Well, she's come out, and she speaks about about when she dated Prince Harry. She was 34 and a mother of two. He was 21. Um, She's come out, and she's saying all this right now. Because she doesn't know if she's going to end up in his book. His book, Spare, comes out next week or in January. This, this, this tripe against the royal family. Now, the reason why I'm doing this story is to show you how much I despise reality, quote-unquote, stars who think they're something special. Do you think that Prince Harry is going to spill a drop of ink mentioning your name? Do you really think that? Do I, 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 I mean, I mean, first of all, do you think Harry's going to talk about any of the chicks he used to nail in his book? Because if you think that he is going to be honest in this book and talk about all the ass he slayed, and let me tell you, this guy was pulling wool. My God, he saw more wool than a blacksmith's apron. And he is not going to sit there and and put this book out to where his wife is going to read it. His wife, who is the most shallow, 
it, it, you want to talk about somebody who doesn't believe in herself at all? It's her. You think he's going to write, and he's going to write about a real housewife of D.C.? Honey, you need to wake up. And whoever wrote this story thinking that, that, that it could happen, they need to wake up too. If your name ain't Teresa or Nene, nobody knows you from the housewives. And I just outed myself of knowing two of the housewives because they're on TV all the goddamn time. Yeah, the prince is going to talk about that. Oh, Briamis, the love of my life was a reality star. She was 34, I was 21. Yeah, I'm sure he loved you. I'm sure he loved your fucking mouth and anus a lot. <laughs> that was about it. Oh, I love how... I, I hope he's happy and he's found some freedom finally because that is something he was desperately searching for back then. I hope Megan looks after him and I don't wish him anything other than happiness and success because he is a very brave, charismatic, incredibly funny, intelligent, and lovely human being. <laughs> well, thanks, son. You're a peach. <laughs> fucking housewife on DC. Not even one of the more popular fucking brands of it. God, jeez, Harry, you couldn't have got like a fucking Kardashian? I, I mean, seriously. I hate our world so much. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if he's going to mention this in his book, but uh, there, there, was <laughs> there was a time when he and I did the old... Uh, Hoopty doopty, if you know what I mean. And uh, I think he said he loved me at one point. Yeah, he didn't, hon. Don't worry about it, hon. He, he didn't. He was just using you for your anus. Because British girls didn't do that. Yes, I know British girls do that. Boy, oh boy. I tell you what, this guy, this guy's got some fucking balls. 31-year-old Billy McFarland. Do you remember that name? That's the same asshole that brought you to the Fry Festival. <laughs> remember the Fry Festival? Fry Festival was my favorite story. One of my favorite stories all time. Mm. I think he didn't, and she was pissed, and she came out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was with him. Just to let everybody know, I was with him. Billy McFarland has announced a new venture. It's P-Y-R-T. It's pronounced pirate. I, I don't know where in the world it's pronounced pirate, but they're saying it's pronounced pirate. P-Y-R-T. That, 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 that is not pronounced pirate. I'm sorry. Uh, in a new TikTok describing it as a virtual, immersive, decentralized reality. Oh, it, it was the Fire Festival. I'm sorry. It, did I say Fry Festival? I'm sorry. The fry, Fire Festival. Fire. You're right. My, my bad. My dyslexia kicked in this morning. 
He said the project will partner with a small remote destination to host a handful of artists, content creators, and entrepreneurs. And you can join in a virtual recreation of the island to effect and even own the real-world adventures. All for $250 coming from your bedroom. Um, um, if anybody is stupid enough to buy anything this guy sells, all I have to say, if you're dumb enough to buy anything that this fucking braying ass has to sell you, then all I have to say is, Don't cry for me, Argentina. I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Oh, let's see. Uh, it will be a surprise relaunch of Epstein Island, probably. I'm going to start the Get a Fucking Life Festival and just invite people into the woods or the beach. What does this dude have against the letter I? He spelled fire festival with a Y and no pirate, no I. It, fuck him. That, that's why, because he's a fucktard. Because the motherfucker can't look into a mirror and see his own self, so he can't say I that way. I swear to God, this guy is the biggest dirtbag in the world. If you don't remember the fire festival, let me let let me take you on a, a quite the journey back into. I, I I don't remember what year it was, um. But if you've ever seen the document, there's an HBO documentary on it that is so fantastic. This guy actually put together or tried to put together this bullshit music festival. He and Ja Rule. And then Ja Rule scrubbed his name of it. And they were going to have all these artists play at this remote island. And, like, on the other part, there there is a resort, like, near the island, but you weren't getting that. You were getting the shit part of the island. And instead of, uh, like, the nice amenities that he had promised, he set up a bunch of tents. Having world-class cuisine was two pieces of wheat bread and a piece of cheese in between it in a styrofoam container. And I think there might have been a tomato. This guy scammed people out of so much money. He went to prison for it. People could not get home. It was that fucked up. And now he wants to fucking get your money again. Anybody that gives him money, you need to call me, and I will go to that person's house and literally whip their ass. This guy just needs to go work at a Dollar General or something. You want a pirate festival on an island? Easy. Go to Haiti or Somalia. Get some real pirate experience. Yeah, where they use the letter I. Christ's sake.
Well, and, and and seeing this story, I've been talking about this a lot this week in, in, in last week, and me and Tommy talked about this. I remember when we used to be afraid of the Russians. Uh, there's an amazing telling of this story from one of my favorite YouTube channels, The Internet Historian. I'll post up on the fan page later. Yeah, please do. Because the, the documentary was great, and there was a guy there that was in charge of the finance who happened to be gay. And, and I... I think there was some kind of like dick sucking that was going to be happening or something. It, it, it's in the it's in the, the the HBO documentary on it. But I saw a TikTok video from that same gay guy, and he didn't do the sucking of the dick. Well, not there, he didn't do it. I'm, I'm sure he's done it, but whatever. Um, the guy who ran the fire festival, he wanted to take a jet ski to another island where he had a plane waiting to evacuate him. And they all talked him into to sit, to staying and dealing with the crowds because he didn't want to deal with it. And he wants to take some responsibility. Oh, I, I stayed. Yeah, you didn't want to. As in, I will shoot your white face if you don't fork over the ransom money or I will send your ass into slavery to some Chinese fishing boat. Amen to that. Um, but we used to fear Russia. We used to have this big fear of Russia and the Russian people. They're tough. You know, they have to live in the cold. They start drinking vodka at three. They wrestle bears, all that kind of stuff. You know, there's a group of people I never thought about in Russia. And now that I think about them, I'm kind of scared of them, but not in the the aspect we're about to talk about. Uh, Russian football hooligans. Now, you want to talk about a group you don't want to fuck off. I, I mean, you know what I'd love to see? I would love to see American Samoa play against Russia. And I'd like to see the battle of those heavyweight goons. That'd be the greatest soccer goon fight in history. Anyway, football hooligans are being recruited into the Russian army. Um, I guess their name are the Ultras, and they're being drafted into the ranks of the 106th Airborne Division. So they're getting they're they're getting the football hooligans now to come and and fight their war. I don't think a lot of them have a good shot, and a lot of them need to have alcohol to be able to fight. I, I, this is a bad idea. I don't think we need to be worried about them anymore. I think, I think Russia's the, the scrappy-do, if you will. Put them up. Put them up. Oh, sweet. I can see. I saw, oh, there you go. There's the story of the Jerry. I haven't seen the picture yet of Jerry Jones, you know, looking. Oh, yeah, he, he he's. He's he looks like he's being really notorious there. Uh, the guy in front who's got the cigarette in, who's face to face with the black kid, is holding him back, and his his fucking Eddie Haskell friend next to him. If you haven't seen the picture yet, here you go. This is retarded. And there's Jerry just looking around. Jer- Jerry standing next to his, this friend's name's got to be named Claude. Claude the dummy. 
He's standing next to Claude Dunn. Hey, what's going on down there? I hate LeBron James so much. God, I hope he gets herpes. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, a couple more stories to go. Um, there is a new experimental drug from the company uh, Linsimob that shows potential as an Alzheimer's disease treatment according to new phase three trials. Now, I'm only doing this story because my grandmother, she uh, she, she got Alzheimer's. Uh, it, it's her birthday month, uh, December 17th, 1903. Same day that Orville and Wilbur Wright took off in the, uh, the first flight ever. But there's some problems with this drug. Nothing, nothing big, nothing too much to worry about here. Just, you know, you, you, look, my, my grandmother had it, and she would, she would paint the, the car. She would paint it with blue house paint. She did all kinds of crazy stuff, and you know. But the, uh, th- this could, 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 could uh, lead to brain bleeds. Brain bleeds not good. I, I got to say, bra- brain bleeds not good at all. Do you think this medicine will help Charlton Heston? Probably not because he's dead. But, you know, it's weird because Charlton Heston, too, had Alzheimer's. You know, he's the guy that ran the NRA's Moses. Pry this gun out of my cold, dead hand. Yeah, totally that. What? I got to find it. Uh, uh, v Coop says, it's just a brain bleed, nothing serious. Has never been said by a doctor. Oh, I totally agree with that. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom's birthday is 12-17th. Now I understand your grandmother a little bit better and know how great of a woman she was. Such a wonderful woman. Oh, I love my grandmother. She was so great. I mean, she I look, look, the, she she did paint the, the car with house paint, but she did teach me how to change price tags and things like that, and I miss her every single day. Kelly says, you're killing me. Christopher's laughing. Didn't your grandmother have Alzheimer's? Well, that's weird that you'd bring that up. Why are you talking about that? There you go. There you go. A little song and dance for you. B. Coop, why are you discussing Arnie's grandmother? We were discussing my grandmother? That's weird. It's her birthday month, by the way, December 17th. I think about that because she loved Christmas. I mean, I would already have like four Christmas presents by now if she was alive. And the, and the other ones, I'd know exactly what I was getting. No, no, it doesn't say if it leads to using house paint inappropriately. I think it would probably like help you out, but it could give you a brain bleed. Okay. Taking a break from that, I, I I was thinking about something. I was just I, I I laugh when I when I think about it, and that car. Same grandma that helped you get the uh, Death Star on sale. She the Millennium Falcon. It was a Millennium Falcon that I got for three dollars retail, brand new. Hey, wait, that's my best friend's wedding birthday too. That's awesome. But riding in that car, like. I never think, because I guess I was too little of a kid to really think about it. I didn't think it was weird that Grandma painted the car. I mean, now now that I'm an adult, I understand how fucked up that is. As a kid, I didn't think it was a big deal. 
Stinkfist says, doctor told me I had Alzheimer and cancer. I said, Alzheimer's? Well, at least I don't have cancer. Um, the one thing about that car that bothered me the most, and I had the most fun with it, was the hole in the floorboard. I mean, like I said, this is like a... It, and we're talking 1978, 9, 78 and 79, even before then. So 1956 Ford Falcon, and the bottom was rusted away. And there was a hole, and I could touch the cement, and the, and, and the and I could touch the road when we were driving. Oh, I don't know how no one stepped through that. Oh, it just makes me laugh. It makes me think about her and laugh. She was by far... I, I always give credit to my dad being my dad was the funniest person I knew because he also joked and, and but he was funny. Like like just his mannerisms, everything about him was funny. And he got that from his mother. My grandmother was the funniest person I ever saw. I mean, I I, I can say this honestly. To this day, I have not met anyone that can fart louder than my grandmother. All four foot nine of her. Four foot nine, about 108 pounds of piss, vinegar, and rage. Now, if she liked you, you had no better friend. If she was against you, fuck it, A. <laughs> I, look, I just, I watched it happen. I watched the carnage happen. It was fantastic. Um... Stinkfist, if you had Alzheimer's, you had something in common with Arnie's grandmother. Well, that's weird. I don't know why we're talking about my grandmother, but we are. All right, last story of the day. Look at this. We made it almost all the way to Friday. It's Thursday, but we got one more story to go. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah, we do. This is a story about a 10-year-old named Jasmine Carney. She was down off the coast of Jupiter Island, off the Hobie Sound Beach, with her brother and her grandma on Sunday afternoon. They're having a wonderful afternoon at the beach. Grandma and the grandkids. I have no gallbladder. I could beat her. Sorry if that's gross. That's fantastic, Pam. Um, this interview is coming, uh, by the way, from a hospital. Um, when her grandmother says she came running up the beach screaming, Nana, Nana, something bit me. Uh-oh. I saw blood and went and got a lifeguard. Lifeguard provided first aid by applying a tourniquet to her ankle. That's right. While little Jasmine was playing on the beach, frolicking along, there's a predator, also known as a shark, that went up to the 10-year-old girl and said... She said, it looked pretty big and gray. It hurt, so I'm like, kick it, run away. 
So she kicked it, and she ran away, and then she says, I fought a shark and won. Well, well, honey, honey. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. Is the shark recovering in the hospital today? Oh, it's not? Okay, then the shark still won. Because if the shark ain't on somebody's fucking grill or a pair of boots yet, the shark won. She did not fight the shark and win. She lost. Dumb little girl. Stupid Floridian. I love when you talk about Grandma Edma. It reminds me so much of my grandma. They were like mirrored people. I wonder if they would have meet up in heaven. Probably wouldn't get along, though. They would both be racist as fuck and eat each other. Yeah, they're probably not in the same neighborhood up there. <laughs> I, I can all but guarantee that. You know, my grandma wasn't, wasn't too bad toward the uh, Hispanic folks. That's all I'm going to say. There's another group of people that she did not care for at all, but I will not say what group that is. Any word on the shark second she tasted like chicken? Well, come on, we're told the sharks don't like the taste of people. Well, that's going to change the gait of that little girl's frolic for years to come. Now will she happily hobble on the beach? I wouldn't be going back to the beach. Why would you go back to the beach? See, this is what I don't understand about these surfers. They get they get bit, and then they go back in the water, and they get bit again. Well, what did you think was going to happen? That's all I would need. I mean, honestly, like, 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 look here. If I decided to just walk into my neighbor's house and the neighbor decided to beat the living piss out of me, I'm probably not ever going to walk into the neighbor's house again. So when you go into the ocean and you get bit by a shark, yet you go back in. Fuck you. Ain't no damn horses in the ocean. I'll get back up on a horse. I ain't going to get back up on a goddamn shark ocean. Oh, come now, Arnie. We all know your grandma didn't like little people. <laughs> oh, she didn't. She didn't let. She was terrified of midgets. Terrified. There's a difference. There's not liking. I don't want to say hate because that, that's such a bad one to use. Um, despise. Okay, we'll use that one towards another group. But that's all I'm saying. Yeah, she was terrified of little people. Fucking it creeped her out. If you if you have a clown fed, or you know you you're freaked out by clowns. That was my grandma and little people. All right, that does it for us today, people. We are done. We are out of here. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. It's Friday? Are you kidding me? It's already Friday? Holy shit. All right, well, uh, until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Baby said goodbye Hey Lord, I don't know what to do All I do is sit inside Oh Lord, the last long day She said goodbye 
she's got that kind of loving And all I love to hear her when she calls me sweet and is outside waiting to arrest him.